Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going back to where the beach is near. Oh, the beer is to you. There's plenty of women out of the crowd. No, I'm being told that average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Okay, here we are, lads. The, the Christmas episode part part two. Part two, yeah. <laughs> Take two, even. Take two. Um, we attempted to record Saturday night, Ross. Yeah, we probably got a bit far ahead of ourselves and probably uh, thought we were a bit more professional than we than we were. <laughs> there was a keg of Guinness. And you, you that doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's gone. It actually does feel like a work Christmas party where you definitely drank yeah. too much and. Seriously. Kind of embarrassed enough coming out here to look at you again today. But. Yeah, that was yeah. a fear yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, you know, you're nearly waiting for the HR letter, aren't you? Like, <laughs> don't <laughs> your conduct. Who, who, who photocopied the rest and then photocopied it? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was good crack, I suppose. Um, oh, we got a lot of content out of it now. but A uh, lot of content. Unfortunately, 80% of it won't be able to be played. <laughs> no, it's not going out, I don't think. Uh, listen back there. I didn't realise they were a completely different voice with a few drinks in me. <laughs> so basically, uh, some of the stuff was quite good and uh, suitable for the for the audience. So um, you might hear different tones and voices throughout the. the, the yeah, f- we're going to be going in and out we're here, being sober down. and intoxicated drinks. I think our voices. Uh, we don't Let you a bit of belief, Marty, but that's nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah, gone. So uh, we're talking for a good while too. We had a good hour <laughs> hour debate, I think, about the All Ireland. But really, yeah, I think well, the, the whole point of recording out here was during to watch the match and talk about it after. <laughs> <laughs> I think we watched more than a monster match. Did we watch it? Yes, actually. It's boring enough now, but um, it seemed really exciting Saturday. <laughs> it did, yeah. I thought it was a good game up until about 50 minutes, maybe. But yeah. Just... Always kind of fancy the dubs were going to pull ahead at some stage, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, what else? Willie was in person with us. Yeah. Which was big. It was a, that was a big one for us, yeah. yeah. First, first live sighting in a long time. Yeah. So, um... His carers let him in. For a few hours, it was nice. He actually probably stayed a little bit longer than we, we thought he would. He did, and he had a fair porn, and he wasn't getting up out of his seat now. He was getting drinks to deliver down to his chair. He had a fair amount of pizza as well. He, did. he, he must have had a 22 inch pizza on his own. <laughs> yeah, actually, the five in one stitch just up. Uh, I rang in asking him, Could we get a couple of large pizzas? And he said to me, The large pizza? And I was like, Yeah, just the large pizza. 
So I got in there and they're 22 inch pizzas, like um, not even on the menu. <laughs> I think the 18 inches is the large one. So for some reason, I got a secret half menu pizza. It's a gallon of garlic sauce given us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did you even get that? We got through them though. There's yeah, there's left. nothing left. Yeah. So look. Big, big burly men we are. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, yeah, with a few audience and guests, or a few live guests for the first time. Yeah. Apart from Gino, but. Yeah. Hardy, Paddy Pearson, and very man. He was kind of an impromptu one we thought up, but he's very good. So good chat with him about the football as well. Um, might play a bit in this episode and then the rest go out on its own because as like, a Christmas gift. Only found out it was fifty-five minutes today. Yeah, it was fifty-five minutes today, and I caught a good twenty minutes out of it. Three of us talking absolute rubbish, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was it was it was a good it was a good insight. Now Ingles in his father got a mention. Got a big show, you. <laughs> Barry, Barry tried to tell us a story about Matt Doherty uh, training with Rovers and took about 20 minutes. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he trained at Rovers. Yeah. Like Stayed in Barry's house the night before. Yeah. Really? Good, good yeah. story. Yeah, oh, yeah. You interviewed him. It's in the pot, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asked the question. When I step on your foot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, lads. That's Christmas, though. That is Christmas, yeah. We, enter, we put a new segment of the show in as well. Our kind of agony uncle segment. That's right, correct. And we had our first caller in. Will we get that out? Let the people hear? Yep, let's it's get it out. Away podcast live line episode. Here we are. Five one double five one. Welcome back. Willie's on the line. Willie, what happened? You're the, you're the gang of lads going to play a bit of rugby, did you? Hello? Hi, hi, Willie. Hello, Joe. Willie, how are you? Willie, what happened? We got a, yeah, we got your call in. Um, you're, you're going playing, a gang of lads going playing rugby. How are you, Joe? Oh, jeez, Joe, I'm not too bad. Joe, I'm not too bad. I mean, Willie, I'm not too bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Willie, you're texting. You're the, you're the gang of lads heading I down. I called in, Joe, just to make you aware of something yeah, that happened go. to me recently. Okay, yeah, go. Well, I'll tell you what it is, Joe, and... You'll bear with me, it's a bit of a long-winded story. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm involved here in Sligo, in Sligo Rugby Club. Oh, rugby, great game, the, the gentleman's game. Oh, for years, game. Joe, for years. Yeah, 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 gentleman's game. Lads through the ranks okay. all along the way. Yeah, yeah. Watch them come as children and leave as men. My you God. You know what I mean, Joe. My, my God, yeah. You know yourself. Hi, my God, wow. Well, it came from the start, the start of the season. The next thing was, we had organised a friendly game again, Portumna below in Galway, Joe, if you ever heard of it. Oh, the guy from Galway, yeah, they were coming down to Sligo, weren't they? Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah. We had a game yeah. and, geez, a, a, a challenge type game, was it? it pour rain the night before, Joe, do you know? Right, yeah, yeah. So I says, we'd plough on and we'd go and do what we can do. Okay, yeah. We got the, day, the, the day the game was to happen... The lads came up and I got a phone call from them saying, you know, below, will we come up at all? Is hang on, hang up? on. You were saying the guys from Portumna rang you and they came all the way to Sligo with the, with the drop of rain. Yeah, but sure, isn't that what I'm telling you? Okay, so, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, what were we to do? We walked the pitch abroad in Strand Hill. And how was the pitch, Willie? It was waterlogged. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. You couldn't. You were up to your ankle in some places in the middle of your shins. But you were pl- it them. must have been playable, Willie. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been playable. Why? 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 Well, it was waterlogged, you're saying. The reason was in the middle of the pitch. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
if a line out was to take place. Yeah, a line out, a line out is where the ball goes out over the touchline and, right. the, and the people throw it in. Yeah, yeah. God knows what could happen. The gun and that could have been shawling up by the ground. It was so wet. Jesus. Soaking. Okay. It was and as wet as not as pocket bags. Oh, really? I haven't heard that phrase since Moore Street back in the day. Yeah, go ahead. So the gang of lads were the down in Portumna. Oh, yes, like... This isn't runner. Okay. This game won't go ahead in Strandhill Rugby Club in Sligo. But you so. couldn't bring a gang of lads down two and a half hours. Not, uh, what's that? 160 well, minutes? He says we'll put a contingency plan in place. The first thing we did... Well, what did you do, Willie? What did you do, Willie? We put our heads together and knocked heads and we says, where else is around Sligo? Okay, yeah. Oh, do Jesus Christ, Willie, yeah. Yeah, it's county, yeah, it's county, yeah, 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 yeah. So he says, the immediate place that, that came to mind, Strand Celtic. Oh, where is, Strand where is Strand Hill Rugby Club? Where is Strand throw from the rugby club? Okay, yeah, yeah, a line out, throw, a line out, throw, says me and you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, just you said a stone's throw, so I said a line, a rugby term, is it? No, well, okay, forget was, it, forget it, forget it, forget, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said, has any man a contact for Strandhill Rock Football Club? Oh my God, my God. So a phone number was procured. Okay, yeah. And we made a phone call. Mobile telephone. That's right. My God. And we got in contact with the... And I'm getting very close to the point of my phone call, Joe. Okay, we okay, okay. We got in contact okay, okay. with the caretaker of the, the, the football field below. And the man in charge. Strand Celtic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the most... Oh Unaccommodating little bugger I ever came across. What did he do? What? I've given 28 years to Sligo Rugby Club. My God. And the man wouldn't let a gang of lads coming up from Bortumna on a wet old windy day play a little bit of ball below on the field. So you mean, can I stop you really for a second? You can't. You mean to tell me a gang of lads came all the way from Bortumna for a challenge game under 16s, looking to play a bit of ball, yeah. and Strand Hill Celtic wouldn't accommodate him no. down the field down below. He'd not apply, he says to me. There'd be no space at the end for Oh you. my God. Dad, sorry, that reminds me of my time in London back in the day. No Irish, no blacks, no nothing, no need to play. My I mean, God, Willie. like dogs, Joe. And what did you do then, Willie? Sure, well, what could we do? What did you do? What could we do? What did you do? arrived. Aye. We tried to bargain. We said if it's a question of money, we might be able to put something together. And you offered an olive branch of friendship. Something to appease them. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was the personal vendetta he had against yeah. the rugby club. But did you? But come here. Funny you should say, Willie. That man contacted us when he sent you a thing. He asked, did, he, did Willie know who he is in connection with the rugby club? Well, sure. What do you say to that? I'm sure if he didn't know who he was, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> My God. My God. And what, what happened to the gang of lads? Well, they came up and they were, they were very mannerly, lovely gang of lads. Yeah, lovely yeah, well raised, yeah, yeah. Let me explain the situation. Right? Of course, they says, is there anywhere else we could possibly feel? Is there any other way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my there God. There wasn't. Well, I was embarrassed. Okay, well, he... Uh, I was just wondering, is there any other volunteer sports Ireland? Well, we'll get that in. Uh, we'll get that in. Text in. 5051, wash your hands. Back in a minute. Okay, that is a disgruntled Willie Rogers. Uh, very unhappy that he couldn't get his gang of lads from Portumna out on the field in Strand Hill for a bit of rugby. And um, we hopefully hear more from Willie. It's going to be in future weeks, but it is our last episode. So um, Willie may have the stew for that for a while. Okay, we're going to come back with um, yeah, our last correspondence of the show. Some great questions in. So here we go with our correspondence. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. 
I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. Okay, lads. Uh, time for our last episode correspondence. Sad, sad times here. Very sad times, yeah. It's hard to believe we won't be getting these messages into us during the week anymore. <laughs> no, you still always enjoy them, getting them in, the variety to them. Um, it's been thoroughly enjoyable Should now. Should we admit that we've done some correspondence on Saturday night, but we're redoing a bit here. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're redoing it. Yeah, I'd say we probably have to redo 95% of what we recorded. I'll throw it out. The voices were at the worst at that stage too, I think. Yeah. Oh, was that after the other few entries? Was it? Yeah, well, look, you got me stitched up pretty well, so I suppose that might make it. We'll hear with that later. I might just leave that in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right, Marty, you're the phone there. Go first. Yeah, okay. Uh, so <coughs> Gavin O'Dwyer uh, sent in, all right, boys, over the years, Sligo have produced a number of amazing athletes across all sports. Um, who's the best player you've seen locally to never make it to the level you believed they could get to? So Jesus. that's... I think in my drunken haze the other day, I, I, I threw out John Bellew. But then I was counterpointed by saying, well, John Bellew played professional football for Sligo Rovers. We're going to keep getting uh, flashbacks during this <laughs> correspondence. Yeah, yeah. Did I answer this the other day? Yeah, you went for Neil O'Brien. Kipper was brilliant, yeah. Jesus, that's a good answer. Actually, oh, yeah. it was, and that's one of the ones that we can use, I think. Oh, can we use it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. He was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Soccer and Gaelic, yeah. Injuries got him. Injuries got him, yeah. The Pints as well. Huh? The pints. Oh, well. the pints are cursed. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know. We've been reflecting for yeah, the last Neil, half hour. Neil Bryan, definitely. Yeah, I, thank you, drunk me. I was, I was, <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah. You yeah. Good answer the other night. I was uh, Stephen Keeney, who was who I went for. Um, I would have played with Stephen under fourteen, under sixteen, under eighteen, and he was like absolutely head and shoulders the best player out in the rugby club at the time. He played in the back row. He played a little bit in the in the front row, but he was a really he was, for a big man. He was skillful. He had pace. Uh, he was our captain as well. He was a good leader. Um, he even had a good boot on him as well. Like, so he, he was... He player too. He, he was, was a good player, yeah. Good yeah, football. so he was, he was like... I think if he if he had been around now, if he'd like been the ability he was now 16, 17, 18 with the structures that are in place now, he would have found himself in a pathway to, to, to you know, into an academy or he, he, would, he would have been, you know, given the, the tools to get there. Yeah, very good. Uh, okay, good question. Um, I'll go to Twitter. Um, this only came in today, actually. It's from Declan Bree's moustache. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Um, <clears throat> Which players are the biggest Grinches, enemies, in brackets, who cause the most heartbreaks, last-minute goals, or cause the most fights, etc., of each LIGO sports team? So it's his personal experience. I suppose uh, I'll go first. I'll go toward Strand <laughs> for a lot of reasons. They've just ended their year so many times. Um, 2010, the best in the quarterfinal. 2011, the final. 2013, quarterfinal. 15, quarterfinal. Jeez. 18, semifinal, three play. 2019, the final. <laughs> Stop so, going. So, Tough yeah, going. Taurus Ram, we actually lost in a group game this year. It was a bit of a nothing game. We were both through already, but it's another defeat. So, yeah, they're, they're my Grinches. <laughs> they love to see us coming because <laughs> it's a win for them, it seems to be. But, uh, yeah, and also they're a fantastic team, obviously. So, yeah, Taurus Ram are my own. Yeah, I don't know where I'd go with that question. It's, good. it's actually a great question. Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Yeah, yeah, um, put, put you on the spot there a bit. Yeah, um, if I, uh, any big fights breaking out? Uh, I, I actually remember we, we used to have a rant, like we randomly had a rivalry with Tub, Tubber back in the days because they used to come up to the, the, the divisions with us. Yeah, but like a couple of settings off over years. I remember playing Ballygawley Celtic actually were another one where for some reason we they always seem to be in the same division as Whitey us. Walsh and the lads. Yeah, this is back in 08, 09, that sort of time. But uh, I remember an incident where I think we... They had three sent off. We had two sent off. Um, two lads that literally just started punching each other on the pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably the widest game. Like, like, there's obviously stories of junior games over, or over the years that you've heard of that were mad, but uh, probably from personal experience, that one with Bally Golly stands out for me. 
I was just thinking to myself, we've had a couple of rivalries um, over the recent years. I remember with the junior team, we were a massive rivalry with Chum. What was your saying? It was fuck Chum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was a good one for the huddle, just a Sligo and three, fuck Chum on four. You know what I was <laughs> But now uh, it was just because we played them about five times that, that year. We won the, the J1B and there was always a score in it and like the Chum of a rowdy bunch of supporters that come onto the pitch si- on the sideline and they have no problem telling you what they think of you. And there actually was slaps thrown after final whistles. Um, one of their managers is quite a quite a large fella. I told him that you know his his health was going to sort himself out, and not to worry about. Being, <laughs> and then, um, which is bad for my behalf. I got no, carried away. Not. But then I was off to do a, a course, a training course. Then the next week up in Galway, <laughs> surely it was me and him doing it for a week together. Then like, and he dropped six stones. <laughs> <It was> awful, <laughs> awkward enough now. But uh, in, more recently with the senior team, ourselves and Corinthians, I've had a bit of a bit of a battle. Um, bad, there's bad. Um, there's a bit of bad blood there, all right. Now I was going to say bad water, but bad. <laughs> well, you'd know sorry, working working with water logic. Now you'd know your water, yeah. yeah but uh, urine. it's been a really <laughs> 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 no, it's been a, it's been a really tough battle with them the last couple of years. I think look, realistically, we're both going for the that number one slot in Connacht, and we've thankfully come out the better side of some of them big games recently. And the Connacht um, Cup final there a couple of years ago, we bet them in Sligo, and then, then last year we won them in the senior, bet them in the senior cup final as well. They did get us in the league, um, and we are due to play them again next in what will be a pretty much, uh, you know, a big turning point for our season if we can get a win there. Um, we'd be well on track to getting some silverware. So yeah, the Corinthians boys, we'll see you soon, hopefully. Very good. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Roscoe, you're on the Facebook there, yeah? I'm on the Instagram, Instagram, and I have one from Mazer07. All Connor right, lads, mate. sorry to hear tomorrow is the last pod. A lot of people are showing a lot of, a lot of sadness, which, which is... Keep sending us your tears, guys. It's, like, it's nice to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Let me lick your tears. Oh, yeah. so salty. <laughs> yeah. uh, a couple of questions for you. Um, which Sligo star should people use to decorate the top of their tree this Christmas? And if you could each have a, a Christmas wish, what would it be? Well, so we'll go with the, the Sligo star on top of the tree. So I don't know here, is it like a, what's the criteria for this? Uh, it's a sports star, is it? Sports star. year, I suppose. Uh, who, would, I, who, would, who, would you bring, who would bring joy to you, seeing them on top of your tree? I'm going to put Romeo on top of my tree. Romeo Parks for yeah, coming back. Yeah. Coming back, yeah, just for coming back. Oh. Star of Romeo up there in the top. Would. The star of Romeo, very good. Um, yeah, <laughs> very good, yeah. Shite. <laughs> <laughs> um, have to go for because there's been no real G happening. The, the Sligo Minor team after their big win yesterday, a collective star. Fif- oh, fif- oh, 15. 15 young stars there. Um, oh. Sorry, lads, we took this call to my boss at work. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> one second. We might pause. We might pause that sore. <laughs> He's gone out to the boss there. Um. <laughs> Watch this space. Right, we're back into it, Adrian. Off the phone to the boss. Everything good? Everything good. Uh, wish me a happy Christmas and tell me to steal off the pints. How he knows that? <laughs> good, good leadership. <laughs> Where were we? Stars, Christmas tree stars. Um, I went for Sligo. Yeah, fifteen collective scars and scars and stars and subs. What am I talking about? <laughs> panel <laughs> game, Adrian. It's a panel game. Yeah, panel game. So thirty or how many's on the panel? They're big win yesterday. Roscoe. Just have no idea here, and I even had time to think about it. Yeah, you're out there. Uh, let's just put a. I don't know. We get a some sort of a. 
Oh, fuck, lads, I've got nothing for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're still, we're still here. We're not, we're not, yeah. we're not firing on all cylinders today, <laughs> still, are we? Could you give it the five and one for the extra inches in the pizza you gave me? Yeah, I'll give the five and one for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, for the, for five and one for the extra inches. Stars. Yeah, you're five. Yeah, yeah. Point yeah, to a yeah. star. What was the, there was a second bit of that question, wasn't there? And um, if you could have a realistic Christmas wish for sport in Sligo next year, what would it oh, be? For me, just, just get, get back on the pitch. Yeah, just I think get sport back. That did come up the other night, too, and I think even in our drunken. This, yeah. We all uh, agreed just to have sport back. We're yeah. pining for it, lads, aren't we? Why do we answer this as well, the other night? I, we might have. I, <laughs> Jesus. I think we got, might have got through most of them, but yeah. obviously with the old uh, light bulb cases, we can't... Uh... And we can't listen back. Uh, right, um, I've one here from Aaron O'Donnell on Facebook. Uh, best multi, or multi, multi, Sligo sport athlete. Um, so someone covers... I'll jump in with uh, Paul Seavers. Savers, yeah. yeah, good footballer, outstanding hurler, yeah. and he's a fine golfer as well. Is he? I think so. Tom Bertelli. Actually, no, not to fucking give him a big head, <laughs> big enough. Nine Murphy, obviously very good at Gaelic. You rate him very highly. Very at highly at soccer. soccer yeah. yeah, if he stuck to the old soccer, now he'd be. I do. I do think that he'd be one of the best uh, junior soccer players if he if he continued to play. Yeah, and then he throws his hand hurling very odd time, but when Claire won the. County Hurling Championship for the first time in 2018. He rocked up for the final and scored six points. He top scored or something. So obviously yeah. that's that's multi. But AFL as well. Play that's another sport. International what would he been like yeah. with the uh, with the rugby ball in hand? Do you reckon? I'd say it'd be all right. I'd say if he talked to it, he's a brain. Like yeah, I think he I was actually going to play actually. One sorry to interrupt you. He was going to. I nearly had him playing a game. I think last year. You got me, rubbed me in for some oh, fucking who, thing. Some was it the Seagulls game, was it? Oh, it was the Gulls, yeah. Did you get injured <laughs> doing that, he would. Again, without giving him a big head, though, I'd probably throw, in retrospect, having thought about it, Connor Griffin. Griffin was an... Actually, Griffin. I wasn't... Just, not just saying it, you yeah. said it. I have Griffin there as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same type, played for Sligo Hurling, Gaelic, and very good at soccer. Played for soccer. Ireland. Played for Ireland, international. International, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, just mentioned, there's obviously a lot of the female ones. Nicole Fowley's played rugby, rugby. soccer, whatever yeah. else. For, yeah. yeah, I think she... Uh, Nicole's played rugby and soccer for Ireland, has she? Play soccer as well, yeah. I don't know. I remember we had a. Did you play that seven side tournament we organised um, years ago up in the showgrounds for Cartron? Yes, I but was Nicole, it. Was a Christmas? It was a twenty ninth or something, was it? Yeah, and Nic- a splitting fucking headache. Nicole and Emma Hansbury were on one team, so it was a mix. It was a seven side mix, and there was I think there was two females on each team. Right. But Nicole and Emma Hansbury were on one team and absolutely ran the show. In I think they won that game. I was anyway. The two of them were sensational. Sensational footballers, anyway. I was happy to get knocked out of that tournament. I, remember, I think it was on Jim Sheridan's team. He was roaring at me or something. Was that the same one? <laughs> I'm not sure. I've been out tonight for anyways. <laughs> um, I would say just for a fellow I played alongside, uh, Ryan Feely. He's was obviously unbelievable for the rugby. He's a Connacht senior player of the year. Like you know, that was that's, that's the main senior player in, in Connacht. Um, Where did he play in the rugby? Uh, nine, or like we've been putting him into twelve and thirteen at the moment as well. Um, he was actually playing really well at twelve. Um, distribution is just ridiculous, and um, his, his tackling is sensational for the for the, for the size of him. His technique is unreal. But you could put him on the wing. You like you could play him fullback as well. Like you could you can you could play him ten. You'd play him anywhere in the back line. Yeah. Um, and I know he's he's he's, he's um, having a crack at the Gaelic now as well, and he's he's going to get back at it for another. He's going to go back again. Is he back at the Gaelic? Yeah. He's going. He's going to. Yeah. He's. We spoke to us and we said, listen, go and you know do do what you need to do. You know, because he didn't get to get a right crack at it last year, so I'd say oh. he felt like unfinished business for him. So. We've said, listen, you know, if it's what you want to do, go go with our blessing and give it everything. So Big scoop there for twenty back and tease. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, Aaron. Good question. Good question. Um, uh, yeah, Shady McGee is back here again. 
Um, if you're doing 12 pubs at Christmas, what is the best route to take? And what stage has Harry's coming to the route? Start, middle, last. Um, he said, hope isn't the last pod. Thoroughly enjoyed them. We answered this the other night. We did. We did. Um, yeah. I have my route. I still actually remember my route. I think I'll stick to my route because we do it every year the same. So yeah. You go for it. Tell the route. Oh, we used to start in the ship to Harp. Then Hennigan's was open. Hennigan's was go crack. Peak Kenny times in there as well. Like, <laughs> Across the swag, man. We used to go past Connolly's and Fern, so Connolly's always packed. Do you remember we went? We put Classic India into it one, one year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Papadoms, sorry, Papadoms. <laughs> <laughs> it was a random one. So I, I, was, working in, I was working in the AIB at the time. I think Philip Gallagher was there, and he was a business lending. I think he was off that day, so he's like, Ross, the lad from Papadoms is going to come in today now and just sign off on some overdraft or loan or something, you know? And uh, he was just like, when well, you just go and sort it out for him, you know? So your man thought I gave him the twist on getting the loan sorted out. <laughs> all I had to do was get him to get a signature on it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, listen, no, no worries at all, mate. It's delighted to help you out. Um, so we're doing the, tw- the 12 pubs. I go, we pop up here, you know? So your man shouted us, shouted us around the Cobra beers, didn't he? And gave yeah. us a <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, it was a really nice touch. We were in like, and we were just at the, the reception. Not <laughs> 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 uh, so I was, I was on um, Swagman's four. So I went down. We used to go past Connolly's, Connolly's wedge, Collins. Then we go into the rendezvous. Then we go in, that's six. Then we go over to the through the car park to the snog. Uh, seven back out to Early's. Furies, if it was open, the times we might call in. Uh, Foley's, the odd times I'll call in. They were hit and miss. We wouldn't know where to call in or not. In fact, so we go up to Currids and try and finish in the Troubadour. That's a 12, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember my route. I think I just kept the walking to a minimum. I went. Yeah, that was the main rendezvous. <laughs> Conley's, uh, Lilies, Early's, Fiori's, Foley's, McGlynn's, Troubadour, Harry's, McLaughlin's, Shoots, Kennedy's. And that's a nice little inverted yeah. circle there. I think we had only McLaughlin or Harry's on one year, Roscoe. Yeah, Harry's was very rambunctious. Now. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You were rambunctious. Yeah. You had 23rd, you used to do, was it? Yeah, 23rd. Yeah, what, about, match, what about pass uh, about the loaf of bread? <laughs> yeah. We go, you ready for the 12 pubs? Yeah, uh, don't tell anyone. I've kind of been cheating. Why is that? I had a full loaf of bread before I came out tonight. <laughs> He ate a loaf of bread just before he came out, like to try and to try and mix it so up. Matter of the stomach, because like it doesn't matter when you're scotting nagging of vodka. It was like an iron chest. Uh, it was great crack in early's one year. Remember that the hooligan Christmas chants? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dash it to the snow. Like and everyone was singing, bang in the roof was wild. Tom early. No, would you stop? Would you stop? I used to on him to keep the composure. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah. We never mentioned him in our intro. We talk about our episode sponsor, Lockhill Brewery. Well, Ross, I know if I'm out this year and in years going forward, if I want a cool, refreshing, crisp pint, the, I'd have a Lockhill Brewery. I'd have a Lockhill, yeah. Lockhill beer. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll, and thanks for being part of the demise for us on the Saturday night as well. The, yeah. <laughs> little part. The little part, definitely part. Um, yeah, big, big thanks to Rockhill. They're, they're doing serious. Actually, we, did a, we made an advert for them. We did. Will we... Um, throw it in now. We'll throw it in now. Yeah, Listen yeah. up, folks. Most rivers begin life as a tiny stream running down a mountain slope. They are fed by melting snow and ice or by rainwater running off the land. The water follows cracks and folds in the land as it flows downhill. Small streams meet, joined together, growing larger and larger and larger, formed at the mouth of Sligo's Garavogue River. Matured by the long, easy bullgrass at Sligo's Grammar School. Enjoyed by patrons 
all over the county. Sligo's Lockgill Brewery. Have you had your Lockgill? Lockgill Brewery and the Sligo A podcast. Are you thirsty enough? Yeah, uh, right. That's, that's our <laughs> debut into the commercial world. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, it wasn't a bad effort, was it? Yeah, so like, if you anything advertise, just get on to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, like, I the lock Yeah, thanks again to them, absolute legends, and back to correspondence. Back to a good collab. Um, Ross, why don't this one will just um, go straight to you for it? Uh, Terence O'Connor uh, sent in uh, just Donica Sheridan Sligo OFC injury. So it's not really a question or anything. It's just a statement. It's a statement. Yeah. yeah. Sure Is he injured? Yeah, he was injured. Yeah. Um, or is he injury? It's just a question. Donica would have been a teammate of mine. Um, again, he was one of the standouts in our team. Played first centre, and he just used to hit far harder than anyone did back then. The perennial injury man who play yeah. on with. Oh like, yeah, uh, I think he, I think at the time he was playing hurling with broken arms yeah, and everything. Yeah, like, I remember. Just, I remember. Um, I remember <laughs> so under, with an under sixteen cup final, and we're playing Corinthians. I remember they just big prop, and like that was their big thing. Off line outs, they crashed him up in the midfield. That was their thing. Short line out, out to this prop, and uh, Donica just came at him like an absolute. Your man just that was their big thing. Like this is their big set piece, and Donica just absolutely killed him. But. No, unfortunately, Donica didn't. He had to stop pretty early due to injuries. But I would have been obviously he's the older brother of Cahill Sheridan, who's the director of rugby at UL Bows. Um, but I would have, yeah, geez, I would have loved to seen what Donica would have done, you know, in senior rugby. Um, I think the last time I played with him was a Clare on the twenty-one B final, and that was our bat. Like that was we were only still nineteen, I think. And they don't think he played again. I don't think. I think it's about eighteen, nineteen, yeah. So I just had a baby the other day as well, so congratulations, yeah, Maria, yeah. Donica Maria. Yeah. Folks, very good. Uh, yeah. What's the question? That was the question. He just probably oh, wanted, he, he wanted, oh, he wanted, he wanted to discuss, so oh, there we go. that tackle, sorry. No, he just wanted to discuss Donica Sheridan's injury. Right, so. Okay. <laughs> so there you go, Terence. I hope you're happy um, with that. Okay. Um, the, ma- the macho man, Peter uh, <laughs> Ian, has hooked in. Um, we a- I think we answered this the other as well. Best oh. Summerhill teacher and best Summerhill memory. Please use quotes and reference the back of your answers. There's actually too much. Yeah. Like, I would... Could I do a podcast on its own? One of my wishes, one of, if, I did, if I did a lamp and a genie, what my first wish would be by Summerhill for a week with no, with no repercussions. <laughs> Just the crack. Just as like 15, 16 year old. Oh yeah, yeah. Well no, for f- I, I enjoyed the wrong times. I should enjoy my first three or four years, but I enjoyed the last two too much with the mess and I just didn't, not that I pay attention to it first, but uh, stories. Um, I don't even know where to start, like... What about after we won the uh, under 18 All Ireland? I wasn't even in Summerhill at the time actually, but the boys got suspended because me and staff yeah. were in college. We won the when we won the rugby under 18. Me and staff were actually in college at the time, but like the boys like Heinzy Belly, all that were still in the, you were still we in the were, grammar. I was, yeah, I still. We I were, went in the beard and I four obviously, and um, this is actually a scandalous story. But yeah, I'll tell, it is. I'll tell a bit about the guards. We, we, yeah, so basically we, 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 like, went some, we went in the beard, we went in the beard next day with bottles of Fat Frog, yeah. big at the time, and we're in this Harry's car, and there was eight of us in the car, and the guard stopped us. Going into Summer Hill in the car, he'd drink on him like, and and we were overcrowded in the car and huh. like and, uh, and oh you, we won the game yesterday. Go on ahead, lads. Yeah. Into the school. Went into Summer Hill. Yeah. Into Carl Manis's class and the boys were in the class at the time when you were standing and all that. I think and uh, we were drinking in the classroom. Drinking like, in the class. Under yeah. there was a, like a poster up in the walls. So I was lifting the poster. I wasn't even in the school. 
It wouldn't, was, ha- it wouldn't happen now. I was in college. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I had to write. I had to write a letter of apology to Summerhill. Yeah. That was my. We went to the grammar then, didn't we? we? Went to the grammar then. Yeah. So I, I got called in then and um, had to apologise and I had to write a letter of apology and drop it up to Summerhill. I love Karen. I love Karen Pan's class. So I, I didn't. I didn't do anything too bad, but I think I spilled my Fafrobi accent under over her copy books on her desk. Something cocktails. Or yeah. Something Brendan Duggan then called Heinz and the boys and also suspend them, and. Uh, Green cocktails, drinking green cocktails in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Summerhill, that's like Summerhill the wild. Like uh, you could just have so many. Like I, I always used to think one big thing happened every year. So do you remember the year of the riot? The where, riot, yeah. Yeah, the cops actually, the, the riot squad had to come up <laughs> because yeah, there was just basically a riot going on. The shooting strikes. Yeah, they were wild. Shooting strikes. Father Crane was crying yeah. that day. It was, it was quite walking surreal. around the town. The day, of course, we went up to the grammar for the rugby game. Ah, yes. You know. Uh, well, there was also probably my, one of my favourite summer stories was the day we thought your man had the gun. The gunman, yeah. Yeah, it was. I always remember it. I think, he really passed my cheat. He got a bit of abuse downtown, wasn't yeah, it? So he was telling the police, but I learned, it was the first day of Cheltenham. I, I can't tell you what year it was, but I do remember it was the first day of Cheltenham. You're still in school, though. Yeah, I had gone to the bookies, obviously, for the lunch. And um, yeah, I remember sitting outside the new block or new building, and there was a bit of a commotion anyway. These four or five young lads came in. But apparently, they'd been rising up some fella down the town, so he chased them up to the school with a knife. And um, I never forget. It. I can't remember who said it, but I never forget the moment. He was so. He was, anyway, a bit of a crowd gathered. And he was there, kind of poking the knife. Never really looked like he was going to do any damage. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was just, it was just kind of running the mill and Summerhill. Next thing, I, I someone beside me said, "What's he going to do next? Pull out a gun." Next thing, whips out the imitation <laughs> gun. Right? So this no one knew his imitation. Like. Oh no! This day is just like, all right. I've read about these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, you know, so just duck for cover. But anyway, one of the supervisors at yeah, the time, Miss Man, they called her. The big one. The big guy. <laughs> she, she tackled him. She pinned him and sat him. Yeah, she pinned him. She thought it was a real gun, too. Yeah. I, like, we all thought it was what a real kind gun. Of tackle, like, was... I don't know, Brian Kerr was involved in some way, but she took control she, of it. Yeah, she took control of it, yeah. yeah. Sure, that babe. was a wild day, though. Yeah, that That's was That's probably my favourite Summerhill story. Yeah, that was a big time story. There was other, like, there's stories in the classrooms and all. Like, I remember, um, I won the teacher. Jeez, with her head gone, like, with uh, do you know the tape recorders you played for, it's Michelle Bart Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a, I won't say the language, anyway. <laughs> 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 he used to play them for the oral or the hour, the oral, yeah, and, uh, or the hour, yeah, whatever it's called. And whenever it was put on, uh, one whoever was sitting closest to the desk, to the recorder, we'd ring, someone'd ring them, and the interference went, do, 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 do. So um, it was sent down to a repair shop in town only eight times. It get us get us out of it every time, <laughs> and then eventually one day it was told us if you if you if you hold it over your head and stand up in the chair, you try and get signals. She's walking in the room like trying to get different signals. So she got up on a chair and held it. There it is. Stopped ringing the phone, the voice phone. There it stopped now. Must be hold it up there. So the whole class had her standing Stop. on the chair, looking over her head. <laughs> There was a text sent in. I don't know. I'll try and find it. I could answer it now with the bus. The bus incident. Uh, I'll find it and we'll go back to it, right? It's another Summerhill story. Okay, yeah. Ross, you must have a grammar story for us there. Sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately not. No, it wasn't, wasn't too much crack there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably the day we came up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> the famous first rugby game. Um, what do we got here? Oh, I'll read it. Can I read you, got, you get it, did you? Yeah, it's from Banger. Bang, Colin Burns. Question to, for Adrian to discuss on the show. I'm rolling back the years here. Uh, there was a certain conic final from Summerhill College during the glory years of 03 to 05 when the school, when we as a school students were quite avid supporters were unable to attend games due to a ban for unsocial behaviour. <laughs> I said, yeah. 
How was your trip for you personally to the fine with the squad, considering you were travelling with the gear underneath? Or am I getting you mixed up with somebody else? The Bell Patui, bracket sports guy, was not impressed when you showed up. Yeah, it was a good... We were barred from going to sporting events. And there's actually another story on top Who was of barred? That. Just a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, it's a safe place, mate. Well, I was wondering, obviously, <laughs> being rowdy. But not, actually, I wasn't even rowdy time compared. But anyways... Um, it was staff who went in the booth the bus. Um, so we knew the kind of final was on. Obviously, Bellew, got mentioned again, good friends of Bellew, so wanted to go to see him, and our, our school was proud in the final. It was in that loan. And um, I rang staff at 8 o'clock that morning. I'm like, where are you? I was still in bed now at this time. And I go, where are you? And he goes, oh, I'm just walking to school. And I go, fuck's sake. I go, I'm on the bus, the AB bus to that loan. You said you were going. And I was still in bed, and I don't think I was going to go to school that day. <laughs> and um, so staff... When the boys are putting their bags into the underboot of the minibus, hopped in. No fear of no fear. breathing difficulties. And or... yeah, and went. And then he rang me, Jordan, like, and he goes, I'll meet you up there. So and I go, what are you on about? I'm only messing. And he goes, well, I'm in the boot of the fucking bus. And I go, yeah, not. And he sent me, imagine to send me a photo of, I don't know, Nokia, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> imagine to send me a photo. It was a camera phone, definitely. Was, yeah, it would have been. And um, I said, oh, for fuck's sake. So he's breathing through a roll of fiber out of an air vent he was. <laughs> so... Got into the school then, and a few other lads were there, and I was no, how are we going to get alone? No way. So, end up ringing Mary Bellew, John's mother, brought us, and with a few gins actually. <laughs> I think he had dropped a bottle of gin from himself, so we arrived over with uh, like a few drinks in Luke's bottles and stuff. Arrived to the match, at the match 50 minutes on. The big cheer went up from the, the Bears. <laughs> yeah. ah. I remember one of the players got a throw. Because it was Colin Gaud or something, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, he got a throw in and he was going to take it. Where was that that game? Yeah, I was in that yeah, little yeah. swig, swig of the water to drink. It was pure fun. Yeah, 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 he drank yeah, it and spat it all over. <laughs> <laughs> he bastards. But um, that's the one bang I think. Yeah, staff went in the boot of the bus the whole way up. And we were still and there. And there's time. Was there a, a match in Bally Buffet? Yeah, we were prepared for that as well. I mean, yeah. it's a 52 seater bus. I ended up going on that bus. Yeah, I was on that bus too. Yeah. <laughs> Not even in the school, I was I on the, the bus. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Letter Kenny boys gave us serious abuse now. They gave us bad, bad abuse. Bad, yeah. Um, had to retaliate. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we tell a story, but unnamed. Well, I didn't do it, yeah. So I, I, I didn't do it either. Um, yeah, they were abu- abusing the shite of us and calling us jippos and telling us to go back to our car. Or I won't say that. Chanting at us. Like, <laughs> Chanting, yeah. yeah. So somebody went and got a, a little milk carton. Well, was was no, 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 no. They were thrown, and then yeah, they had a little ball. Were, it was getting thrown. Yeah, there was about like there was about seven of us, 20, ten of us, twelve of us, maybe. And there was a good few hundred things. It was in there. It was in Belly Fair, and they were just mm-hmm. abusing us. So the priest with them trying to control them as well. And they threw a ball at us and hit someone in the head. And we're like, ah, so an unnamed character went and urinated on the ball, and threw it back, <laughs> but lobbed it up like, and a guy caught it. And he goes, ah, he thought that's all he had. He started, and we started singing, smell your hands, smell your <laughs> yeah, hands, yeah, yeah. and all he heard, ah. Ah, he pissed on the ball, father! He pissed on the pissed ball! ball. <laughs> no reaction, it didn't abuse him because no. <laughs> Do you know, Were you on that? That was uh, unreal. Were you on that trip? Was, would have been probably that, about two years before that, senior soccer team were in an All-Ireland semi-final somewhere up in Donegal. They were oh, playing a team so. called Falcara. But um, a person, again, who shall remain nameless, he's actually become a guard now, but uh, he was... Um, we were there anyway, so the school, the Falcara school was a mixed school. Yeah. So obviously, as you're a 15 and 16 year old, so this particular <laughs> lad goes up trying to chat up uh, <laughs> one of them. Uh, turns out she was, um, she was like, no, no, she goes, that's my boyfriend there, the captain of the other team, number four. So I recall about 10 minutes ago, some real score, we're all jumping around celebrating, turn around, he's there shifting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a real story. The captain of the other team back in the pitch, just after conceding, and he shifted. 
Fair play to get the shit to that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, there's loads more. So much oh, stories. There was another time. I'll, I'll, this is my last one. Uh, we done a chalk outline of our bodies waiting for economics one morning. Of a body, like, and had a, like a blank. But I don't know what. Must have got a sheet from somewhere and left it to the side. And I think it was Mr. Donald arrived up. It was a Monday morning and thought something happened at the weekend. The school. Like, oh my god! <laughs> some school. We actually just actually on the last one. I remember you remember when the new block got whiteboards. Yeah. So we had, I'd actually, because he was a great teacher, we had Leo Haggerty for history. Yeah. So we were a small class, there was only about 10 or 11 of us. So we, we used to always be a double class on a Monday morning, first thing Monday morning history. So like Leo, being the character he is, understood like, you know, you know. so morning, he used to go out yeah. and go for a walk for five minutes in between the break, between classes. So the first day the whiteboards were in, we drew a dartboard on the board and just started fucking the markers at it. So we were playing darts against the board. He comes back and he's like, lads, what are you after doing? <laughs> you know. So we used uh, to be Monday morning darts and yeah, look, that's it. Like, I yeah, could talk about Summer Hill for... I can't think of even a quarter of them. It could be yeah, a podcast uh, on that, lads. Totally could, could yeah. be. I wasn't accepted the alumni, but I didn't apply actually. Like that. Uh, what have you got, lads? Ross, you had one there, did you? Yeah, I've got one from Dav McGee. Um, David, David McGurn, yeah. Character. Yeah. I want to just shout out for you to his video on TikTok. Was yeah, it? Well, it was on Instagram or something, yeah. We shared it on the page. It gave us a good lift the other night, anyways. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, so, hello there, fellas. Thanks for the great laughs over the past few weeks. Despite being brutal sport, I've loved tuning in. And for the final episode, I have a bit of an edge case question. I live in Galway the past few years, but I recall a certain street gang ruling the roost, which is why I got out of Dodge. So I wonder, are the Ross's Point scoundrels still terrorising the streets, or did the Bunnanad and Buster Boys put some manners on them? <laughs> Short story long, what's the gang situation like in Sligo these days? Can a one-time Karchner walk the streets safely? We're going to be a Karchner Cowboy, I suppose. He's a Karchner Cowboy, is he? I know the Ross's Point Rascals, or the Ross Point Scoundrels, I thought the Ross's Point Rascals, or was it Rockcormac Rascals? Scoundrels, yeah. I think it all comes from the Hill Street Elite, was it? The Hill... HB, was it? HB, what were the Cromer Outlaws? I think something like that, yeah. Yeah, this, well, um, I know I was prepared the Strandhill Surfer Boys. <laughs> it was like a home and away, like the... Motley, Motley crew, yeah, like the River Boys. Yeah. The River Boys and home and away, I think yeah. that comes from an old Facebook thread, an old Sligo one, similar to Tassie that took off years ago, like it was on Twitter about uh, like fake gang names. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few belters showing out, I can't think of them. The Bunlad and Buster Boys is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yeah. Good question, though. Seems very safe for these days anyway, so return, please. David come home, David, come home, come home to us. Yeah. Bring your dance with you. Have we... I do, and I'm sorry. I, uh, I think we're done with Facebook there now. There is. A, there's a That's private, my Instagram done. There's a private one here. I'm going to get it, lads. And we definitely uh, answered this the other night, and I can't remember it. Um, oh, I want to shout out as well to Keen O'Grady, who suggested... Uh, the photos, yeah. Photos, some great photos, good yeah. photos come in there as well, yeah. Omano has one there as well. I think we sang this the other night. If you had to make your own version of Partridge in a Pear Tree, what oh, would the 12 cycle examples oh. be, whether it's characters... Pitches, matches, or players. Oh, we sang the other night, was it? We sang one dyke. <laughs> 12 Rona Dykes. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 we gave him the whole lot. The whole yeah. shout out. Didn't record it though, somehow. <laughs> did we not? No, no I, I couldn't find it anyway. 12 Ronan Dykes. 11. When did we stop? We stopped on 9 Ronan Dykes, 8 Ronan Dykes, 7 Ronan Dykes, 6 Ronan Dykes, 5 Ronan Dykes. Four Ronan Dykes, three Ronan Dykes, two Ronan Dykes, and, and a Ronan. Uh, no, and Dykesy in something with the oak tree, I think. Sure Dykesy in, in the, the oak tree. tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Mono. You're, you're going to have Bring the back the oak tree. Knock little down, Aldi down and bring back where the oak tree was. Oh, actually, yeah, this, I forgot about these. This, there is a couple more. Uh, there definitely is, yeah. Mark Rowan sent in a triple threat one. Oh. What oh. did Michael Murphy spend the money on, or is it still resting in his account? 
Um, I've uh, actually a very personal grievance of Michael Murphy. <laughs> I just, well, he's, we know what he's about, who anchor is. <laughs> I have different reasons for that. What did he spend it on? Um, who knows? Who knows? What do you or, think he spent it on? I think he's got like a private island or something somewhere. That yeah. was a real racket, that after school study. Yeah. Fortunes to be made. Fucking. So, second part of his. I want to go back to Michael Murphy for a sec. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not done yet. Yeah. Ah, no, no. I won't get into it. I, but like Skull Island, yeah. He's an island with uh, his, his head in the, in the rock. Eyeball me. Um, right, so who was played for Sligo in Gaelic and Hurling and for Sligo Rovers? And there's an unexplained asterisk in there. I would think Connor Griffin. Yeah, I would thought, towards, yeah. And I think we actually came up with that too the other night. It'd have to be Griffin. I think he must. They're play friendly for as well, aren't they? Must be. Must play for. Must be Griff, Griff shouting out there again. And the last one, um, if you could bring back one closed Sligo business, what would it be? No, that's Burger King. That's that, <laughs> that's Thomas <laughs> businesses excluded. Sorry, Post Thomas. Yeah, no, you can't include. Uh, what do you mean? Should you're dead for clothes or dead? I thought he meant Thomas is him. <laughs> <laughs> that, hum, that hummus shop. Uh, Why do you like it? Hummus. Kate's hummus. Um, yeah, they're all in the hummus district. Uh, Burger King all the way. Sorry. They were in a trades club. So Hewitt's club, yeah. Trades club, yeah. TNC, the trades was outrageous. Bring your own tool, wasn't it? We invented that bring your own tool night. So you could dismantle the place. I forgot about the trades club. You forget like these places. Way to bring your own tool night. Didn't know about it. Do we end up in there like after a grass? No, I wasn't that, yeah, definitely not, but I was there yeah, at the yeah. after party. Because yeah, the girls same. it was Mercy. We actually might have been drinking out in your house first, I think. Could have been, yeah. yeah. I thought it was the Mercy. Dead trap sober, like. It was so amazing sighted as well, wasn't it? Like there was a few different sections. Fuck on memories off it. It wasn't too clean anyways. No, it wasn't, no. I Burger King Burger, go. Yeah, like Burger King would definitely get my vote. The double um, bacon cheeseburger and the crack on nights out. And it's actually and yeah, the blue chair, of course. The blue chair, yeah. I'd say every four to six weeks there's a rumor it's back as well. Yeah, there was a fake Instagram page set up by some fake, sick yeah. bastard. What a play! I woke up one morning now and I didn't even steal Burger King chairs, but lo and behold, my front garden. Who put them there? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wasn't there. Remember Peter, night. Peter the pirate that used to work in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. imagine he moved on to another takeaway then. Um, Oh, fuck. No, a cakeway up the country somewhere. <laughs> I met him and he was, Galway? Mm-hmm. No, because you'd know it's in Galway because it's like attention. Maybe it was Dublin. I walked in, the pirate was there and he had a big greeting for me. Hey, great man. Oh. So we're going Bert Ross, any, anything to add? Or just Burger King? No, I was just trying to think of a tune that you actually made you know, along the Samson Cider to the James Blunt, but there might have been a, to the tune of James Blunt. Jesus. But Burger King might have been a mention in it as well. I don't know why it brings me back. Well, to remember that, would it be on the old Samson United? We tried to set up a football club, you know. We did actually, yeah. We had a training session all called Samson United FC with a website. For I made a website for, a for soccer, like. 18. Like. I think David Curley was at the train. We trained on the, <laughs> the IT, IT rugby. Congrats to Curley, of course. Oh, he got engaged, yeah. yeah. To, yeah, his, yeah. to his namesake, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. Good, um, to have, good to see. I can't remember that song, Roscoe. Sorry, we'll come back to it, yeah. I think this is the festive uh, question. Was there any Christmas question in lads? No, well, that means he, after Fitzo asked, we, we had planned one time to do, uh, rather than 12 pubs of Christmas, it was going to be the 12 chicken wings of Christmas. Oh, I love chicken wings. Where you'd oh. start in, so Fitzo was just asking about that. I think the plan was you'd start in Austies. We had actually cards. Well, we just kind of make this as our lunchbox segment quickly, and <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about on. the best wings in Sligo and yeah. where to get them from. But yeah, sorry, so we had Julian Rippon actually and Berkey came up with the idea. So we were going to start in, you're having one pint. And you're obviously having a couple of wings in each place. Mm. We were starting in Aussies and Ross's point, getting the bus to the venue. 
<laughs> Got the bus to the venue. Strand. We'd actually mapped out a route. No wings in the strand. Oh. No. Well, unless you get in at lunchtime, maybe to do it the odd day. <laughs> then I, I know. So you made your way in. Yeah, anyway, should we go for a best wing? Best wing in Sligo, what do you think? Uh, I like Aussies. Aussies are, really Aussies are very nice. I can't, uh, I can't not say The venue is fairly, yeah. fairly fair good as well. Do you reckon? I like the venue no, as well. Yeah. Man, Both them. I wouldn't be, no, they wouldn't be in my top three nearly. Oh. I, I love the dip in the bistro ones and the sauce. Oh, very nice. Yeah. You were uh, rugged team. The flip side one. Fabrica is actually pretty good. Fabrica, yeah. I like a... I'm not really into hot one. I like a sticky one. Where the fuck? The, I like the honey ones. The honey I was nowhere on this side for left field. The crows on. Oh. Done unbelievable wings, yeah. The crows did a nice chicken fillet burger there towards the end of it. They did. That was, was nice sensational. Yeah. I was a wingman. Like if I was out, I nearly get like a main for wings and just a few chips. I know I've said it. I think I said it on last week's show, but uh, if you're in the Toss Supper Club now, do, do a What sticky, did you do a wing as well? Sticky chicken cream. Did you have one last night? No, I didn't. Did I have them last night? Oh, I can't even remember. No, I had pizza last night, I think. Must mention, this is our. Christmas Mark II lads we recorded these questions on the thing we're yeah. doing, we're another doing question that we attempted to do several times the last night was the darts question yeah I've got it here uh, if you were oh. darts player what would your nickname it's from Enda Mitchell if you were a darts player what would your nickname be your nickname what would you be a walk on tune and finally what would you be your special quirk now I think I answered this and I think it got a bit rude so I'm delighted that wasn't recorded <laughs> um, I'd call myself the touch the touch my partland uh, my walk in a be um, the song you might hear at Mass. He is Lord, he is Lord, he is risen from the dead. Just a thing. And my special quirk will be throwing out bits of Holy Communion to the crowd. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I can't even remember what I said the other night. I would call myself... Uh, danger, just danger. Yep. I actually, sorry to interrupt you, I had a... Um, we're not joking, Austin Powers. Danger middle name. Oh, yeah. Phil Gallagher's come again here. When he used to be the school bank official, he came up uh, to do open the bank counter in second or third in Summerhill. And I wrote down my application as Adrian Danger McPartland. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, it was just Danger McPartland. And like he done the card off me. <laughs> and uh, so it's Danger McPartland. So, uh, no, and no, actually, no. This, is, this is a nice segue, segue into, my, the, into my one because uh, in my IAB days as well, um, somebody. Um, was able to change the names on our cards and um, when I came back from Australia there four years ago and I was ordering my bank card um, they're like they saw Russell Boys like, yeah, they're like do you want that name on your card or do you want another, the other name I was like oh here like, it's been like nine years since I was in the country I was like what's the other name I'm like the boiler coaster <laughs> and I was, like, I, was like, I was like yeah I'll have that <laughs> so it's, that's still the name in the bank card to this day yeah, but the other, the other good one about that is, do you remember we're in... We um, crackers we had. Do you, oh, we had unreal ones. Um, do you remember the time we were in Markovich Park and staff dropped the wallet? Yeah. <laughs> so we're all sitting down. And it was down. right out over the intercom. Yeah, they're, they're, we're all sitting down. And, and we were, yeah, we were sitting down. And it, like, it was a quite enough part of the match. Game, yeah. And then... Uh, we were doing a Harris hat that day as well. Yeah, the, uh, over, the, over the intercom then. A wallet has been found for the staff meister. <laughs> Could the staff... <laughs> read out in Markovich Park. Could the staff meister please come so then everyone in the stadium is looking around staff, <laughs> staff has to stand up like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> the slow the slow walk towards the uh, towards the room it was I unbelievable like, I that. A shout out to the bit of red podcast Shane McGoldrick's wedding one of the potters from that I left my wallet behind at his wedding <laughs> and uh, my name at the time was the A train on my card like and I only had a card that's the only idea which was and what kind what's the name oh, we have a wallet here but like, it was not even care what's the name on the card like oh the A train <laughs> yeah that's yours I remember uh, Bellu oh, I remember Bellu asked me he goes oh bro that's cool you can send me a, a, a name with a cool name on it will you I was like yeah I will yeah 
He got his Ian Beale. He's <laughs> 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 like, young pilots. Brian Hines was, was the good doctor, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Doctor, right? McHugh was Patrick Swayze, I think. Or McHugh, he'd McHugh at one oh, stage as well. Yeah. Oh, McHugh. I'd have Adrian McParty card McParty as well. McParty as well, yeah. Jesus, that caused havoc. Actually, that's really, like, it's, a, it's, it's so illegal. <laughs> 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 it's fraud, like. <laughs> but, uh, did, Sorry, Marty hasn't even... What are you going to no, say? the darts to finish off with my... You didn't answer his question. Did you? Oh, did I? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, I was danger. That, that yeah, set yeah, us yeah. off in a different spiral. I, <laughs> Jesus. I'd obviously walk into danger zone. Oh, yes. Of course. And maybe my special quip would be that I would wire my my dart throwing arm with uh, bar, bar, electric, <laughs> electric wire. <laughs> So, <laughs> when you want to check the opposition, he's oh, yeah. <laughs> one of those buzzer things. Yeah. Unreal. Well, I, I said my name there, the, the boiler coaster, so I'd keep that, and my entrance music will be like a rowdy version of uh, Life is a Roller Coaster by Ronan Caton. That brings back a memory to the night now, yeah. You definitely yeah. said that one. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be, um, and yeah, the special quirk. I know, I'd imagine myself as kind of a Chaz Michael Michaels like character. Coming out uh, in in the in the leather pelt, so that 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 would be my thing now. Yeah. Right. There's one here I didn't notice. Um, Ryan Bailey asked, "Forget about McGregor versus Logan Paul. What about McGregor versus Paul Logan?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good battle in suit in a free taking competition. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's one to get. Yeah, maybe a triple threat match with yeah. three different. Sports what are we Actually, did you? Like, I don't. I was on Facebook. I won't be on Facebook too much. And WWE came up, and Randy Orton killed a man by setting him on fire the other night. I've seen somebody <laughs> supported, yeah. It was a... I noticed that too, actually. An, 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 inferno ma- an, an, an inferno match, I believe. You win by setting your man on fire. Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Yeah, Vince, Vince knows. Jeez, that could be... SCW could get out with that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to give, no, we have to give SCW the shout out. Yeah, Gino sent in a nice voice message. Um, we might just play that now, and then we'll... Yeah, it's a good... Hi, guys. I'd like to wish the listeners of the Sligo Way podcast Happy Christmas, a Happy New Year, Hopefully next year things might pick up. Um, for anybody who owns a bar or a restaurant, I'd like to let them know Gary Clancy is the number one troublemaker in Sligo Town to keep him out. And hopefully next year is the return of SCW. What you gonna do, brother, when SCW runs wild on you? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, that's <laughs> our good counsellor, ex-mayor Gino. What a Bouncer. hero, lads. Bouncer yeah. as well, the bouncillor. The bouncillor, Oh, yeah. Hogan. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, thanks for the kind wish, Gino. SCW, lads. Yeah, so Shooter sent us a text the other day basically saying to us that um, yeah, Gino's interview last week had uh, rekindled the flame inside him for... Sligo Championship Wrestling. ...to see the return of it. So um, I think basically he asked us to use our, our voice and medium to see if any places in the northwest had a place they could use as a training facility. Anything he reckons. Yeah, yeah an old so shed. Kind of an old shed, warehouse, so something that they can put up a ring and not have to... I think it's quite a bit of work to put these rings up. And then, um, it is, yeah. But geez, there's loads of places around Sligo. There must be someone. Yeah, must so be someone out there. She said it'd be great now from this Christmas show if we could get something out of it, if we could yeah, get the boys yeah, in SCW yeah, that's, a that's ring. Yeah, that's the plea. So Christmas is Gino's Christmas plea. Spread, <laughs> spread your goodwill this time of year. Do something nice for the boys in SCW, Sligo Championship Wrestling. It'll be great now. It'll be great for the boys. Yeah, and then we'll sell out the showgrounds with a big event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we are definitely doing commentating. That's 100%. The only, that's the only and thing inferno you. match to finish. <laughs> <laughs> inferno match, yeah. Gino's dead. Is <laughs> <laughs> that all the questions, lads? I think that's, that's the, the wrap for yeah. our correspondence. Very good. Uh, that's the Christmas correspondence part two because that has been redone. Uh, oh, no, wait oh, a second. Sorry. Oh, shit. Uh, we have saved one part of the correspondence from last night. Oh, go on. Um, so look, folks, this was taken at the very end of the night. We were, we were, we're quite disheveled, but 
basically an, an old friend of the show, Frankie Feeney, um, sent us in a, a question for, for Murty. Uh, it's a little bit of a stitch up. Um, we're a little bit disheveled, a little, little bit worse for work. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we might just play that now. And what, what segment, what are we going to next? Uh, when we come back, we're going to head to rugby with Paddy Pearson for a live interview. Happy Christmas, lads. Frankie Feeney here. And my question is for Murty. Trent, as you know, my area of expertise tends to be the greyhound racing. And I've spent many an enjoyable afternoon with you down in the bookies, both at home and abroad. Would you be able to fill us in on some of your more memorable days back in the horses and the greyhounds? That's actually a great question in from Frankie. Um, it probably relates back to the story. I don't know if you don't understand, but uh, we bought a greyhound back. What? We bought a greyhound. Are we pooch? Yeah, we pooch. Yeah, Jeez, uh, Crash Junior. He was called. Um, Crash Junior. Yeah. After Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Well, no, his he was bred by a dog out of Crash. Um, I'd have a good. I'd have a good few. Ga- I'd have a good few gambling stories, but Crash Junior. Just. Uh, um, we bought, there was eight of us back in the good old days of the uh, Celtic Tiger. We all bought a dog, uh, tripped in him out. I'd say we, we all dumped about a grand each on it. Um, we saw him run once. Um, the best party four seconds of my life, he broke from the traps on Longford. And he was like what a What trap was he in? Trap, he was trapped too. Oh. But the interesting thing was, we went up and the trainer had told us he wasn't going to win, right? So, but we go up and obviously the Bucksies are saying like this load of lads, we were there taking photos of the dog, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. So the lads at the Bucksies were obviously thinking, well, this is a cert. So the dog, the dog opened up four to six, right? So I was kind of standing there going. You think he knew it himself that he went down? No, yeah. it's a big <laughs> He was like, he was four to six. Four uh, to six on. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this fucking, so I was kind of standing there going, well, I can't back against my own dog. Or can I? <laughs> lovely, lovely pooch, yeah. Yeah, lovely pooch. So anyway, trap six, uh, I think we were in trap two. Trap six was an absolute Certainty, he was nine to four. So I piled the six dog. Um, I don't know, it might be illegal actually if you back against your own dog. Um, but our fella broke, and for the first four or five seconds of the race, it was fucking amazing. He showed so much speed to the bend. Wow. But um, yeah, he actually led uh, for the first 100 meters. The bend was probably 160 meters up, and he was last to the bend. Good load, did he? Oh, he's gone. Yeah, finished last. Yeah. And what happened to him then? Um, yeah, like we just had to kind of... the big puppy yeah. farm in the sky? No, 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 no. No, we got him adopted. We got him adopted. Um, he found a home, Crash Jr. He found a home. And what Mart- did you... Did that turn you off uh, owning dogs as a pet? Yeah, well, like, look, we literally dropped... Uh, I'd say this was probably 2007, Peak Celtic Tiger. And Sligo like winning championship. And Sligo like winning championship, championship. yeah. Busy, eight, of us, eight of us dumped a grand on this dog each, right? <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, we, show, we saw absolutely no return on our investment. 21 years old, right? Oh, but like, what, what, it was a Celtic Tiger animal. Like, <laughs> your money wasn't an object. They were actually great times. Like, there was, there was a time I remember Sligo, even when Frankie's on about uh, gambling stories, there. I have a good few gambling tales to tell. But there was one week I remember Sligo playing down, up, and down. It was actually before, it was about three months before we bought, two months before we bought the dog. And it was the first game in Division, it was the first game in Division 2, Sligo playing down, way up and down. And we knew a couple of lads in the panel, and uh, the lads basically told us, like, we're training shite, everything's shite, blah, blah, blah. Fergus Horn, the guys. Yeah, no, it wasn't Fergus. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, we um, basically, we were told to back down minus two. So it was at that time, like, I literally, I would have left myself with no money. Like, I literally would have, on the Saturday, went in and backed down minus, in the end, the, handica- yeah, yeah, yeah. the handicap had moved to three points, right? Joe Duffy's back. The handicap moved to three points. Well, did you ever buy a dog yourself? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, like that, that, I just told the story there, as. Did your family ever buy one? Oh, together? do we have a pet? Yeah. Oh, we had a pet back in the day, yeah. What was his name? It's not Missy, no? Is it Missy, no? Hold on a minute. Because we heard, we heard you're a, you're Frankie a, you're was telling you're you're a, a family lover. And it was a meeting, it was a family meeting. A big debate went on one day. About ah, I can't believe you set me up like this. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and Dad give away a dog because we're both working ah, all the time. And That's what we heard. And I was devastated. We heard the three You were bro- devastated. We heard the three brothers uh, crucified him. It was a four in one family vote, and you voted. We heard it was ye. We heard it was the. the, the, the oh, that's, si- that, that's a. No, 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 no. Oh, right. We heard it was the siblings that executed him. Frank, Frankie, I Frankie told him. I was Frankie doing the name of the dog. Frank, Frankie told him. Missy was, was Missy named the dog. <laughs> Missy, yeah. yeah I can't. Like, I don't think my brothers would remember that. How Frank, the fuck does he remember? Frankie told me you were pretty upset. Look, there's lots big fans of the pod all over the place. And what kind of pooch. Frankie told us you were pretty heartbroken. What kind of pooch was Missy? She was the King Charles. And she was. A Christmas dog? No, she was. I can't remember how she was bought. She was bought anyway. But we. But why did she? Why was she crucified a week later? She wasn't crucified. No, no. Just we, kill. Just kill. No, she was given away to her cousins. She was given away to her cousins. In I the fire. I can't believe. He, I can't believe you remember the name What's of the dog. Busy. Look, Murty. We've everyone in used the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we do. We. Hey, we're, look, we're the segue pod. I'd expect you to have done your research. Yeah, we do a big research about you. Uh, and you're wearing your white fronts today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Conan Donald here from New Zealand. Just want to wish a happy Christmas to all the Schlegel Way podcast listeners. I'm thoroughly enjoying it from this side of the country. And I just want to give a big shout out to Shane O'Hare, that bollocks. Willie John McBride, uh, rugby section of the Christmas special. Roscoe, how are you? I'm good, Adrian. You look very festive here in front of me in your Santa outfit. <laughs> Thank you very much. Right. What's on the agenda Mr. this week, Roscoe? Well, delighted to announce on the agenda this week, we have the head coach of the Sligo senior team with us here, sitting on the couch, wow. uh, Patrick Pearson. Um, welcome to the podcast. Cheers, lads. It's a pleasure to be here, and the Guinness is gorgeous. Yeah, and in case you understand that, Paddy is from New Zealand, <laughs> but they do speak English. Roscoe, um, we want to talk... Sligo rugby, eventually a paddy, but what you make of the province's uh, two, three games in the Highland Cup so far? Munster with the big win there. Yeah, we just watched the, the tail end of the Munster game there. Um, that was a massive win for them in Clermont. CJ Stander got a try there. Yeah. Um, they would have been a bit rolled off, but really a good result. Massive for them in the shape of the tournament. And Leinster this morning, did you watch it? Didn't get to see much of Leinster this morning, no. I watched it. How was it? They weren't themselves. No. They were not themselves. Something is not right in D4. All, not, um, what, what was that old Hamlet saying? Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. Foul, foul in the state of Denmark. Yeah, something's foul in the state of Ballsbridge. Um, but anyways, go to... And, uh, sorry, our guest Owen said, you'll have your panda flesh. I'll get you on the paddock someday. Um, Roscoe, I'm going to let you talk rugby with Paddy here. Great to have him here with us on the couch. Uh, one of Sligo Rugby's Sligo Sports greatest imports ever and I'll stand by that yeah correct we, we said it a few weeks ago in the show the question was raised to us who was the, one of the best imports and we said well I said Patrick Pearson hands down um, done an all in the pitch as a player won junior cups um, and now he's here still still lingering around like a bad smell he's not a bad smell at all I'd say he smells <laughs> like a beautiful smell fresh forest anyways <laughs> I'll let you at it lads yeah no Patrick uh, good to have you here so Jesus. we're going to do a rugby review for the year from the year of 2020 um, and I didn't have didn't have time to do any prep at all, so I said, hold on a second. Paddy actually lives across the road from me, so we'll get him in here to do uh, a little bit in the show and talk about the year 2020 that was rugby. Yes, a strange year with COVID, so Paddy, uh, thanks to have you here. What do you think yourself, where are we going with rugby this year, and um, 
what's what's your guts? Are we going to get back on the pitch this year? It's not uh, this year, obviously. Twenty twenty one. Very hard to say. Um, like it could be, we're supposed to be back in January, obviously, but that's looking unlikely now. So um, we'll probably plan ahead as though we're going to have games in January, but the likelihood it could be a little bit longer than that. Yeah, we just as I said, um, it was looking like it's January, but you'd imagine if there's another lockdown, then it could potentially be February, March. But uh, Paddy, we had a good enough start to the season; we were unbeaten, so it's fair to say that we'd be pretty keen for the energy uh, league to re re recommence. Yeah, like it'd be it'd be great to finish the season. Obviously, we got off to a bit of a flyer, and we, when we looked at the draw, Bucks away, we'd never beaten them before. If we can win that game on the road first up. We, we should be able to do really? the double-double. Really? Was that double. the first time you won away in Buccaneers? Well, this is debated, actually. I, I said it was the first time you won, but then speaking to Michael O'Hare, he reckons you we, bet them, we bet them in yeah, the um, right, in so. Cleavra about six years ago. Cleavra? Yeah, sorry, opposite the, the sports complex. Apparently we played the, the game. Yeah, yeah. Apparently really? we played yeah. there about six or seven years ago. There. Yeah, that's, that's news to me on your... Yeah, I thought yeah. it was yeah. news to me yeah. as well. So for a charity game, was it? Yeah, that was news to me as well. But Hair cream bun challenge. But yeah, look, it was... it was that's It's the first time that I knew that we bet them at a senior level and away yeah, from home yeah. as well. And and it was a good tonk. It was too. a good, a good um, a comprehensive victory as well. Um, so we were delighted with that. What a great start to the season. Yeah, it was a great start. And then obviously um, we had a bit of a derby there with Ballinar. Um It's always good to go there and put 40 points on them. And um, especially with Gavin Foley coaching them. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. Uh, we flavoured to the to the contest, like not that it, not that it needs anymore. But Paddy, um, yeah. I, let, I let Ross go into the game against Ballinlay more depth. But what about the hit on Ross goal? Yeah, well, <laughs> 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 that was fucking brilliant. That was filthy. Could have finished me. I was thinking <laughs> of the key moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was one of the key moments of the season. That ah, oh, come on. Um, the Ballinlay winger decapitated Ross O'Boyle, and uh, he had previous. Oh, so, oh, Ron Mayer just coming in here taking a mic. And were the in-laws up in Ballinlay watching you, or was it just? Yeah, the father-in-law was there now to see me getting smashed in his home turf. It was a, it was a nice moment. Did so the train go off the wedding? No, the wedding wasn't called off. Thank you. there. Hang on a second here. It was middle of lockdown at that time. There was no one allowed the games. He was actually a steward that day. Ah. Ah, yes. Umpire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The hive is on, anyways. And in Ireland, if you have a hive is on, it's fair game. Yep. Yep. That's my father. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Paddy. Go ahead. Physio actually looked at me after it happened and said, uh, "Do we need to call an ambulance?" <laughs> and uh, I said. We'll just give him a few seconds now. He might come around and to be to be fair to him, he got up. I'm not sure how he might actually uh, post that video up. No, uh, Tansy actually posted in our in our Sligo Pod WhatsApp group there the other day. But I actually got the ball back on the ground and we, we played on. But anyways, it was a <laughs> it was a bit of crack and uh, that was the last game there. But we actually we played Wagens as well and we were due to play Corinthians, which would have been the the last team that we to play in the first round of the the Connacht League. Uh, Paddy, that's always a, a bit of a, a derby match against Corinthians as well. Yeah, it's, it's always pretty salty. It's sort of back and forth. Um, we've had a good ding dong battle with them the last few years. We we had Corinthians at home, then Buccaneers at home. The two games coming up. So obviously, if we had a picked out wins there, we're probably odds on there to, to take out both the cups. Yeah, well, fingers crossed that, um, you know, there's a return to some sort of normality in sport. I know that the IRFU are pushing for games to go ahead in, in level three. Um, there's been messages sent to us. Uh, the IRFU were putting messages out with the Connacht branch saying that they're committed to engaging with the government and seeing if they can get us back. But um, back to the year 2020 as a whole, um, last year the season was, was interrupted as well. We were pushing for playoffs. Um, I felt we were going strong towards the end of last season. Yeah, I think the way that the way it was working out, we're looking for a playoff position. That was that was always our goal. Um, I, w I was happy with the way we were tracking. Uh, it was just a real shame to finish like that. Obviously, probably more of a sickness to a couple of other teams that were probably 
looking for straight promotion, but you know, it was a successful year. We obviously won the double for the first time. And I suppose, Paddy, one of the big things is um, we have a very young squad. Uh, so, you know, personally yourself, you've been a- a- around now with these players for a long time. Um, would it be quite a satisfying part of your role, the development of the young players? Yeah, it's probably the most satisfying. Uh, when we looked at the start of the season, obviously you could sort of, some teams were going, you know, there's no relegation, we'll just develop and stuff like that. But that's kind of, that's a soft option. Can I really. just put in there, Paddy, for a second? Yeah. It was one of my bugbears when Irishat knew that the AL was coming back in January uh, for nine games and there was no promotional relegation. Yeah. Like it's grand playing games, but you have to you have to be some reward, I thought. It has to be some sort of a card. As a coach, surely yeah. you wanted it's some t- sort of tangible reward uh, at the end of it. Well I was just gonna we were just going out to win what, what was important in front of us. Like it wasn't a case of oh we don't care because there's no relegations. Yeah I don't mean no I don't mean relegation. I mean promotion sorry, I'm yeah. actually meant promotion. Like you want yeah. to be you want to achieve and go ahead. So it was a, I thought it was a wasteful year when they said you can't go up or down. Like kind of yeah, because you're primed to go up. I thought it would have been lopsided without the home and away yeah. structure. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So it could have been tough on some teams. Obviously, we we would have taken it either way because we're too good at fancy. Teams to you'd be fancy anyone so. home or away. Yeah. So I'll yeah, well that's it. We've like we've we've beaten everyone that we can at home. Like you know, we've fair no one in the league. Uh, we were showing a bit of consistency. We showed some consistency this year. So. You know, we're, we're hoping that it resumes so that at least we can try and get some silverware for the Energy League and then it's, you know, that'll be a great way to do something nice in, in the year that has been COVID. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you look at last year, we lost we lost nearly a whole Type 5 except for Cuba. Yeah. So it could have been concerning, but we had some great lads jump in. And, and then on top of that, all the under-18s coming through. And Paddy, you've been doing a little bit of work there in the last couple of months actually with the under-18s. So, I mean, how, how are you enjoying that? And is there any signs of... More fellas coming into the senior fold from there as well down the line. Yeah, it's good. It's refreshing coaching sort of lads you don't know and just getting to getting to learn a few more things. And uh, I think there's a good handful coming through next year as well. So it's going to bode well for Sligo in the next few years. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Paddy, um, I, said, I remember I mentioned a few pods I was up watching um, on my lunch break, my extended lunch break, watching Connacht Academy train because they train on the pitch right beside the car park. Hubert very was... Very good. Outstanding. In the first few games, he'll be a loss now when it comes back, obviously. Yeah, he's a loss, but like that's what we're trying to do. Obviously, pushed him into Connacht. So, uh, chatted to him a couple of days ago, and he's he's into the Irish twenties training squad it's very now. Very interesting. Was he in the Irish twenties? Yeah, just being called in. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So he'll be off there on the twenty-first, I believe. Yeah, that's unreal for a fella that didn't make the full academy when he finished school to just get called up late into the academy and now being brought into the Irish twenties, well, even as a training for, squad. It's great for a club up in Sligo for Clare and that that he's gone for some areas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and Hubert, many good years at rugby. We wish you. <laughs> um, but it's I, I don't know, but like it's great. It's you say that because I know like I'm coaching Clare, or whatever. I'd be half selfish. <laughs> yeah. You don't take care of yourself Half. in a way. Well, <laughs> oh, fully selfish, yeah. When, when Eric Elwood there was pizza here beside me, I'm going to eat it all myself. <laughs> he was, look, sorry, he's not going to be available for the season. Like, so. But at the same time, like if he's going to get into the Irish 20s or even get a sniff, get some A games in Connacht, you know. That, if he eventually comes back, it's thing. massive, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have quality nines in our squad anyway, so. We have Brendan Cunningham there, and yeah, it's, really it's crazy now. So obviously Hubert's in the Connacht setup now as a as a as a scrum half. That's where they're yeah. rating. Oh, is him. it okay? Yeah, so you'd imagine now in Connacht they have five professional scrum halves now, and Hubert is joining Stephen Cairns in the rank. So Marty is joining no, us there. No, I was just I was just thinking the club would be well known for producing scrum halves. Would it? Um, will be. <laughs> like when you arrived, Paddy, who who would have been your favourite scrum half to play with? Oh, probably Billy Leahy. Yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, <laughs> but he was good at the. Di- he was dynamic, quick ball. Yeah. 
No, Billy played nine, and then Billy was no, no, I was edging, no, I was actually edging towards like Billy was good at getting good, quick, clean ball to the out half. Whereas Frankie Feeney now, you know, he, slow and sluggish. Slow and sluggish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Frankie Feeney is a great chatter on the field now. Frankie Feeney. Feeney, yeah. Oh, is it Feeney? Oh, sorry, I've forgotten his name. What? See, again, apologize, so English is bad. Uh, his English, yeah, yeah. He's a Maori, he's a Maori. <laughs> but I suppose, Paddy, what would you say? Like, how did you end up in Sligo? Um, that's a good question. No, I suppose it was a while ago now, but they just the plan was to probably come here for my off-season and play and then head back, and then um, that didn't quite go to plan. And uh, I ended up coming back and met my beautiful wife. What age were you when you, when you yeah, handed over? Yeah. <laughs> what age were you when you handed over, Paddy? Uh, I was about 25. 20, yeah. yeah and, mm-hmm. and you fell in with a bad bunch of characters. I surely did. <laughs> yeah. I got put into a flat now around the corner from uh, some absolute characters now. And um, let me think, uh, Simon Coulter would have been one of them. Ross O'Boyle. Jesus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's not easy for any man to come over here and... Uh, <laughs> You definitely uh, exploded when you first came over here onto the pitch. Um, try scoring exploits. The year you first came over here, like how did we finish in the league? Like we actually that wasn't the year that was success. It was what two or three years on the line, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a couple of years. I think one of the years I come back, we actually finished second in every every competition, and then the next year we won every competition. So, um, what year was that, Paddy? Sorry, uh, was that was that junior? It was one. junior rugby. That's when we got Jesus Christ. But yeah. you obviously played. Junior rugby, yeah. Did you play at Elvis Lego? I played junior rugby here, yeah, when I first came. And we just said a couple funny. of weeks ago, we just uh, we were talking about Kaka Bar. <laughs> and uh, Kaka's first game for Sligo was actually Paddy's first uh, game for Sligo as well. Really? Against Buccaneers, yeah. You remember, what's your memories of that game? language barrier? My memories of, uh, <laughs> we were actually winning the game. I was on their seconds pitch. And I heard a noise. I think I might have been playing 10. I heard this funny noise. And I turned Kaka! <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Kaka was headbutting the goalpost. <laughs> I was like, play, he was playing fullback that day. Yeah. I was like, holy hecka, what the hell's going on here? Standard Georgian tactic. Um, My father played for Georgia. Into here. Um, he proceeded to kick every goal in the match. Yeah. Um, John McAdzie. I'm not sure why he was headbutting the post. but uh, He was 39 that day, yeah. yeah. And what would be your favourite uh, Sligo Rugby Club memory, Paddy? There was a couple of good days oh, there geez, on the beer. I think, th- do you remember the day, the first day you won that Connacht Junior Cup down in Galway? That was a great day. Great day on the bear. Did you yeah. get bring into the showgrounds at one stage, did you? Uh, we had, we, what? we yeah. went into the showgrounds at half time to present a trophy and got a standing oh, ovation. <laughs> Dixie Dean to be turning and, his uh, grave. Des Butler. <laughs> yeah. Des Butler was suited in Buddhist behind us with the, he looked like Julius Caesar with his hands up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just turns to Tom down. <laughs> the Coliseum. It was, a, it was actually one of my most nervous times thinking in the showgrounds what are these uh, yeah, get, what are these rovers lads going to think of us walking in the middle oh, they'll of the get moment. to those rovers lads believe me <laughs> <laughs> we got a standing ovation it was actually uh, it was actually classy yeah. I can't do 25 when, when would you last play rugby party jeez uh, well, yeah, unofficially, you played a game against Ballyhonus a couple of years ago. Don't, don't tell the missus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah sorry, the, moderator. Moderator. <laughs> the moderator. Yeah. Oh, no, we have the moderator's email address. No, actually, the, the, the moderator, the moderator the actually bonus. emailed me during the week um, looking for the Connacht Junior plate from the yeah, you sent 2018 the uh, season. So I text Gary Golden. Uh, apparently, he was the last man to have the Connacht Junior plate. It was in the Village Inn on yeah. Monday. Well, that's, that's that's I called down to the Greasy. Yeah. So I asked Gary, I was like, Gary, uh, suppose you have the Connacht Junior plate. You know, he goes, I don't know, Ross. Uh, last I seen it was in the Village Inn. So the moderator's not going to be happy when he hears of this news. Scoundrels in the Village Inn for rugby there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Padge, I have one more question 
Okay. Well, a series of questions. I gave Gino a few quick fair ones last week, so I'll give one. So I'll start with um, Trevor Joe Sweeney. Oh, jeez. So, um, um, <laughs> no, quick. Thing? First thing was oh, your shit. fucking head. Trevor Joe Sweeney. Trevor. Trevor. Oh, oh, Jesus, Joe. Hey, Joe, not like that. No, no. Uh, Billy or Brendan Lee? Oh, Billy. Roger or Billy? Billy. Joe or Simon Coulter? Joe Coulter. <laughs> Joe Roger, Russell Boyle? <laughs> Joe Walsh. Yeah! Excellent, Paddy. That's me for Paddy. Anything else, Roscoe? No, that's it, Paddy. We're, we're delighted to have you. We're privileged to have you here. Um, you've made a massive influence in a lot of the young fellas coming through. A good um, cunt, as I say. A good cunt. Zealand, we, were, we didn't think we'd have you back this year, and uh, we're lucky to have you back, and the players are delighted to have you back this year. So hopefully we can get back onto the pitch and uh, win a bit of, bit of silverware. Yeah, and hopefully on uh, the symbols you were doing behind us, hopefully you'll give it to us all. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Paddy. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Thanks very much, Laser. Appreciate it. Um, you're doing great things now for Sligo. Um, we sport. are doing great things for Sligo. We really are. It's about yeah. time someone has wow. said it. Um, just, I just wanted to give a shout out to a, a good friend of ours in, in the rugby club, Aidan oh, Buckley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's going through a tough time at the moment, and yeah. uh, we're all thinking of him. Uh, he's, he's a legend of the Sligo Rugby Club. He's an Alakadu. Uh, he's an Alakadu of the, of the best. So, uh, yeah. you know, just a shout out to him as well. Big time, yeah. Uh, thanks, Silgo and the Rugby Club, lads, and hope the new year brings even better things. Marty, bring back Paddy's jacket, please. Yes, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Season <laughs> episode three, you yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Paddy. Good man. All right, lads. Sorry, we're back. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, yeah, Paddy, sorry to keep you again. Uh, just got a late call in no as you were on the chat there um, from a man who's very concerned about Sligo Rubber Cup. Uh, Willie's on the line. Willie, how are things? How are you? Hello. Hello, Willie. How are you? Hello, how are you, Adrian? I'm not too bad now. Uh, welcome to the Sligo Podcast. Will you have a question for Paddy Pearson, head welcome, coach? Hello. I, I, hello. I have hello. Call, you know, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know Pat. I know him from the rugby club, you know. Pat Pearson, yeah. And I want to just, I want to ask a hypothetical question. Right, right. Go ahead. No, will I open the floor to you and you and Paddy? If you wouldn't mind. Yeah, Paddy, uh, Willie's on the line there. Uh, Willie, how are you, mate? Hello, Pat. <laughs> How are you, things? How are things? Oh, great, Willie. They're great. How is all the family? Family's great, yeah. Looking right. forward to Christmas, Willie. Very caring man is Willie Rogers. Pat, and I was from the National Sports Council of Ireland. And I was offering you 10,000 euros in cash. What way would you improve the drainage in Sligo Rugby Club? Why? Why? Can I wonder? Why? Why? What needs to be done in the rugby club? Why would you improve It's a long story, Adrian. Yeah. And it involves you heavy old dropping the rain, you know. Okay. But anyway, the question's for Pat. Sorry, sorry, I'll back off now. Paddy. Hey, Pat, the Pat Joe, yeah, yeah. Please, I don't, I don't know. What, what's wrong with the drainage in Sligo? Well, the pitch is in immaculate condition. Story, you know. The pitch is in immaculate condition now with the all weather gone in. Thing, things are looking good. Indeed, it didn't always used to be that way. I don't know. Would it be my suggestion that you dig a trench about a foot deep, 12 inches by 18 inches. You'd fill that with Taram geotextile. You'd put two rounds of three-inch perforated land drainage. You'd wrap the Taram back over it. You you'd sprinkle a little bit of two-inch clean stone on top of it. And you'd wrap the Taram back round it. Willie, you must have worked in the land over your life. You, you're very knowledgeable. I've in the land since I'm a pup. Okay, what did you know, Willie? Well, do you believe me if I told you? I'd be 70 years of it. Oh, wow. Sounds good, though. Like, we're always looking for upgrades out in the rugby yeah. club. Obviously, 10 grand might, you know, they you might get... You couldn't put a machine in that pitch in, in the field below in the rugby club, though. No, It'd have to no. be done by hand. Yeah. Hand and shovel. 
Wow. Okay, well, you're looking for the labour, it sounds to me. I have two nephews out of work with the COVID, you see. Okay. And the big grand lives to go, like. And what kind of age or growth are they? Well, the youngest are 16. Okay, yeah. And the oldest? He's early 40. Aye, wow. They're two hearty lads. He had a honeymoon, you know. Jeez. He's married? In the Bahamas. Oh, wow. So... Can we forget about Paddy for a second? Surfing, just... They were surfing over there. Well, oh. look, 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 I can talk to Mickey out here now and see if he can. Uh, okay. We need to finish up. Get the young lads in now. Dig up and go. Oh, for fuck's sake. Willie, you've actually sabotaged this call here. Um, so, what's your main point for Paddy? If he had 10 grand, what would he do with the rugby club? The drainage needs attention in the rugby club. Well, I'd say fix the fucking toilets. They're disgusting. Well, there's no need for the language. <laughs> right. Back with the GEA. Good luck. Right, okay, it's GA take two, lads, because uh, I believe we done it the other night and it's gone missing. I think we were having baths, we chatting for an hour or so. Probably no harm, it went missing. Good contact Jeez, there, it was hardly so that long, was yeah, it? I'm telling you, it wasn't very often. I, I can't About GA? Yeah, we must have went off tangent, though, sure, that kind of happens sometimes. You have to think. Um, right. <laughs> the All Ireland final. Huh? The All Ireland final, I suppose. Yeah, um, went the way probably most people expected. Um, yeah, I thought... We ought to keep up to a certain point. And goal in the first couple of seconds. Yeah, again, like, it's amazing. 13 like, seconds. 13 seconds. You weren't even in the door when the no, score went. Yeah. No, they continued to go about... You'd have to think they're cursed when stuff like that happens, wouldn't you? Um, a stat today is saying in their last six of Ireland's include replays, their opposition has first score four times been a goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? Because I actually backed Dean Rock to score the first point and I'm a bit annoyed. Yeah. Why didn't you back first? He scored three. Yeah, he scored three. But anyway, uh, I yeah, look. I thought up and I, I thought they did well. There was at one stage we were watching it. And we thought, you know, it might happen. I but. got a bit of fucking a knot in my stomach at one stage. Yeah. Then I thought, right, they're actually going to do it. Ten minutes into the second half. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's still early, and I shouldn't have been so naive. But I thought, right, here's the chance. Thought so as well. Yeah, they just couldn't lay a glove on them that last fifteen. So what minutes. was it like? Just obviously the Dolan Benz is, is, is unreal. Well, like, that's a massive difference. Ma- yeah, massive, massive. And like, they looked yeah. like they were like, look, the Mayo lads are obviously super fit, but like. Definitely that intensity. Sort of, yeah, it was. I think it was that edge and like, condition, and they're essentially a professional team. So yeah, they, they, just, they were just. Um, I don't think Dublin played overly no. fantastic or anything, and they just cruised through it. Um, a few decisions was I mean, not. They were on turning points. Lee Keegan should have had a free for that shoulder in his chest by Michael Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's a point. That's a point. Right? Yeah, that was at a. Um, that might have put Mayo ahead at yeah, the time. Yeah, right then. Then, but like they really pressed on the kickouts in the first half. They were excellent at them, but then. Clarkson seemed to sort it out in the second half, and I don't that could be done to fitness again. Like yeah. it's hard to keep it off for seventy minutes. Clark's kickouts were grand in the first half, probably, but you always felt too that we all would have to score goals at some. They had to, the yeah. They, did, they even they didn't have a goal. I chance, can't even like, remember chance. Um, no. I had to watch back yesterday, to be honest, <laughs> and again this morning. I watched the Sunday game this morning again, so I watched it three times now, <laughs> minus one really. <laughs> um, oh look, it's just I don't know. Did it come again? No shame was hate football. See the um, photograph. The photos on radio. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, sums, sums up everything. Heartbreaking for a minute. It is, but he didn't. He hasn't scored in an yeah. All Ireland final. Yeah. That is a crazy stat. Crazy stat. It's the amount of minutes he's played and everyone like he's never been taken off one. I don't think. Yeah. He's played but six. It's, seven. it's unbelievable. Like, he, I like. I used to always kind of laugh at them losing the finals, but you know, it gets to get oh, to the stage now where like the likes of O'Shea, you know, the O'Shea's fucking Lee Keegan, O'Connor, like, O'Connor, like, the fellas, they deserve All Ireland. He was the first half. He's on Mark when early. Yeah, if they won. Like, I always, looking back with them, like, if they'd won one, you probably would have fancied them to go on winner two or three, but I was just getting over the line, I think. Like, the best year, the best chance they had, I think, was 2014. They were the best team in the country in 2014. Like, that was a bad carry team Down that won Limerick, that final. That yeah. Day, yeah, yeah. That was the, the first game. They were four points up going into injury time. And yeah. Couldn't True, deal right. with Donny. You know, how do you yeah. give, you know? But anyway, you'd feel, you'd feel for them now at this stage. You know what, the counter, I, was going, I was saying how did it come back, but the only thing, it might work for them. They're probably back in three weeks' time. 
because um, the All-Ireland final is only about six and a half months away, seven months away. Right, so yeah, it's right back on. It's the... crazy. And I, you might say how it does build it up, but they're just so professional. I can't see any, actually, their players walking away with All-Ireland medals because they're going to want to overtake Kerry. Yeah. The Kerry players will be exactly, at night. Yeah, yeah. So I can't see them walking away. Um, someone, Brawley's interview, did you see Brawley's thing? It was fucking mm. shite. Oh, there's celebrity, but the celebrity culture is holding them back. And did he say, like Mayo. Mayo, like their players. But sure, what Mayo players is celebrity culture? You might say it no shit, right? Maybe. But like the Dublin players are on fucking news talk yeah, every day, yeah, everywhere, yeah. lower place. So that's. Ah, Brawley's just saying. He said, well, yeah, but he's annoying. You know, but he called them, but he used to call them celebrity losers. Celebrity losers, yeah. yeah. But he said to everyone in Ireland with uh, Aidan O'Shea and O'Connor, they're holding the back. No, he Kim just, likes, is he just likes making headlines, doesn't he? Kim O'Connor is holding the Mio team back. Jesus Christ, who's he holding who's back? He, yeah. I don't see this player he's holding back. He's the all time, I know he's not even his cup of tea. He's the all time top scorer in GA championship history. Yeah, and what did he put up this year as well? Like that's the, crazy. It's yeah. Look, I mean, it's 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 just it's hard to see Dublin losing. Yeah, you know when are they going to lose? I don't have to lose at some stage, but I can't say it for a while. No, and it probably was the year. This <laughs> sure was wasn't the year. Like, yeah. Well, actually, I I read a thing with Jack McCaffrey last week, and he sure, basically said he reckoned the year to get them was last Asher. year. Yeah, because there was such pressure on them to get the famous five in a row. That, hey, that's gas. I wouldn't think they will give a shit about. Yeah, that. you wouldn't think, like, but I suppose that it, that was the history, and you know, like they're obviously going to go down as the greatest team of all time. Bad, yeah, the usual thing comes out then about um, the, the, the pure drivel them that they swept the dressing room last night and all the. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, such yeah. shit. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> good stuff locally. Yeah, that's what I got onto. Massive win. Yeah, Absolutely like I mean, huge. I know we though. talked about it last week, but. It's the last go down is unexpected. Anytime Sligo beat me on underage football. Well, this Sligo team won the Manning Cup last year. Okay. So they're highly thought of. They are highly thought of. No yeah, doubt yeah. about that. And they were, they were, I was chatting to a good few people who were involved in underage football in Sligo and they were, they were very confident. Like. And actually, because like, like last year, I know they had that funny group thing, but like they bet me all last year. Like, so yeah. Obviously, things are actually improving in the underage. Is I just structures don't or or? Well, it's been going on a good few times. No, there is serious work going on. There yeah. is. And Pat the Cat and the boys and all them lads in there, Ross Donovan, uh, Stephen Henry, it's serious work going on. And there's more. Sorry, Liam O'Leon, there's loads. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. miss someone if I keep naming them. Um, it's a big win, but I just hope it's not. They're well drilled. And I just hope it's not like the other minor teams over years come by. And I go back a long time. The 96 team especially. Can I, oh, that was, that was a serious there was yeah, a yeah. team. And they lost the replay in the park. But 68, I think the last one a minor. In 99, or was 2000, they got to a minor final as well after beating and played a Leitrim in the final and lost too. that. Like, so just hope it's not another one of them falls. The final's not a, yeah. Well, it's Ross Common, you would think, but Ross Common underage has been very, very good last year, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter there's not Galway, but uh, it's been scheduled well, for the 29th. Yeah. yeah. But there's talk could we put back to the 28th now because I think they're the preempting a lockdown, yeah. yeah. So, oh, scheduled for the 29th of December? Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be January, but now it's, it was oh, only yeah. scheduled today for the 29th. They usually get the inside word on these lockdowns from the government yeah, as well. So. Yeah, so they might try and get it run off. It's down for Beacon again. Um, geez, I hope to do it. It'll be, it'll be such a lift to go into 2020 for the first kind of title in, what, 50 years? Yeah, yeah. And like for Tony Mack, I know. Don't we, now, the problem is it's not as such a big team kick on to senior instantly because it's, it's under 17 now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like there's no way an 18 year old. Well, unless he's yeah. an absolute freak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's two up. to three years, but like it's very um, bold, honestly. But yeah, it was a massive, massive win. So it was very good news and bad weekend for me also. Ah, <laughs> 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 um, look, no, uh, I think we went more into depth on our GA tonight. We had uh, ex country Barry Manu, so <laughs> we're just we don't. It's our Christmas GA thing. Any wishes for GA for the? Well actually sorry, before we finish up I'd say the new Division Four stat the new uh, National League 
format. So there's only going to be three teams. There's eight teams in your division, but you're only going to play three of them. Oh, so yeah, north and south. Yeah, you were saying the same. Um, did I say it the other night? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I was on fire. <laughs> um, so there's a message. Hopefully it's my wages in. <laughs> no. David McMullis now follow you on Twitter. Hello, David. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the league... Uh, Three group of three, group of four, top two go to the semis and hopefully Tony Mackley's promotion. That's the that's, hope for twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Finally, Ross, you just want to give a special shout out to one of the clubs in Sligo GA. Yeah, just uh, my um partner Marie, her uncle passed away, uh, John Sheridan at the weekend. He was um massively involved with St. Farnan's, um, especially with the, the ladies team. Um so it was really nice. They did a guard of honour from her there in Jamore West and uh it was just, you know, really powerful um, to see the sports team all kitted out, and it meant a lot to our family. So I just wanted to say a big, big thank you to the Farnans representation there at the weekend. Okay, very nice, and thank you, St. Farnans. Um, back with our Barry Mahoney bits and the soccer. Eaglesine! We're back! How are the Rovers going this week, Marty? Eaglesine's father, Alan. Shut up! Won a league medal with Spurs in 1961, would you believe? He's Eaglesine's father! I did not know that until the full recording. Yeah, look, Gilzine. AG! AG. I went to Mosley with him! That was Butlins in the second recording. Yeah, I know, yeah. Third one. The next one will be a rocket Gibraltar. Um, how says big news on the academy side, Marty? Yeah, uh, Rovers just appointed Conor O'Grady as their first academy director. Um, great appointment. Yeah. Um, he's, been, he's been working with a lot of the underage squads in the last few years. So. Well, he's Rovers true and true. Like he's, oh, big time, yeah. He started. It's, it's the future of the club. Yeah. Uh, young fellas coming through and not signing... You know, like I think if you can get one or two that maybe go across the water every few years and they will pay for the senior squad. Well, not um, to get too technical on our Christmas party night, but the new uh, regulations with Brexit, like we're keeping players. We're keeping players here, yeah. You can't, so, go, can't go across until at least 16 now. Yeah. So it's going to be a big difference, yeah. Like, I, I, like genuinely, I think you look at, uh, again, I've called uh, Shams bastards a few times, but like <laughs> they seem to like do the academy side of things as well, so... Uh, like if we were developing players, even just one or two to go across the water when they're 17 or 18. Surely the whole pick. It's 18, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Barry Mines, our special guest we haven't introduced yet. Yeah. But like, we have some pick, kind of, don't we? If well, we've all McConnick, basically, except for Galway. And no one's going to choose Finn Harps. Even though we've done a goal last too, yeah. like. Well, let's stop it. Who disparaging about Finn Harps or Why not? second favourite team? Finn Harps. Finn Harps. We're really on our way. <laughs> Finn Harps. Finn Harps. We're really here to stay. Up to our <laughs> neck in <laughs> Finian. Oh, such shit, wrong song. Too far, too far. <laughs> um, no, the Harps plays the shed. We'll talk about them later on. Well, you actually won't. Um, but, yo, know, like it's a full-time job. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a no, massive... It's, it, is there any other League of Ireland club with a full-time... I'm, I wouldn't be too short of technical. Pension my job with 6,000 euros. Uh, I'm trying to get Connor a few extras here. <laughs> Company car. No, I'm fair to say, Barry, Volkswagen. Come on, put the mic up to your face. Will Connolly's give Connor I'll put a it, company I'll, car? I'll put the question in on Monday morning. Right. Yeah. Connor Grady, there's an Audi coming for you Monday morning. We could do a couple of Audis ourselves. Oh, I have a lovely, I have a lovely uh, caddy outside with a broken back window, actually. <laughs> 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 oh, wait a that one. You're laughing. Have your wipers. <laughs> well, my wipers were robbed, yeah, one night in the golf club. But if you're listening, water logic for all your water needs. But driving to Toome and an old roaster and a tractor drove the other side and he must have clipped a stone and clipped my back, my back screen. 
and smashed it. What were the chances? I was wearing no, tr- I was wearing no trousers because I, I drive in no trousers usually. <laughs> <laughs> Just for comfort, of course. <laughs> Nobody ever true that is. Anyways, but Grady's massive. Yeah, yeah, it's a big look, big appointment. That's about. Um, yeah, there's not much in Rover Zoo's this week, but uh, yeah, that was a huge. Well, I need to give a shout out to the second coming. Go on. Johnny Kenny Jr. Yeah. Uh, more goals. Four goals the other day. They called that fella from Mayo. What's he called? Goals. And two today. So if, this is a special guest episode if you hear a few voice in the background. Yeah. Yeah, two more today against who? Get out. He scored for. Jeez. Yeah. Ah, for <laughs> fuck's sake. He's one of the greats. That's the sort of research we should be doing. He's better. <laughs> We employed a few nerds to follow us. <laughs> Four goals in the game and two today. I say that, Jay. He scored 19 goals in five games. Possibly on drugs. No. No, no, no chance. Okay. Uh, just very good. Like his daddy. Actually, there's a question with Johnny um, from Paul Boland. I'm going to throw a note because a lot of questions will throw earlier. Later. Yeah. It was G.A. related. He said he played midfield against Johnny. He was playing for some Pats and thought he was fit. And Johnny's playing for Shamrock Juniors. Johnny was in 40-something years of age and Johnny scored six points in play against him and just ran rings around him. I say when Johnny's 90, he'll run rings around you. Yeah, big time, yeah. The uh, greats. Your favourite role forever. Favourite role was Curtin, yeah. Well, that or... Why, pa- someone going to come along? Him, him or Barry O'Mahony? Well, you speak I of Barry O'Mahony. <laughs> He's on the couch. Barry O'Mahony, welcome to the Sligo podcast. How are you? Not too bad, Edo. Thank you very much. Professional footballer. Were you semi-pro? Were you pro? Semi. Go semi. Uh, county footballer. Semi. And <laughs> trying to be a golfer now, I believe as well. Yeah. Pro golfer. How are things, Baz? You must have some tilts. Like, the best tilts are the podcast I listen to, Under the Cosh, as John Peck and Chris Brown, two footballers down the lower level. Their, their stories are unreal. You their definitely. podcasts, as far as I know, include. How many beer. times have I told you about it? How many times have I told you about it? Under the Cosh. Very, it yeah. is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah, very good. They have like uh, I've seen twice on your That's class yeah. Top, top notch You remember Ben Marshall from Leicester? Did you hear his one? I was only listening He's just a pint man like I was only listening to that the other day in work and, uh, He was outrageous Oh he's 29 years of age But is he still only 29? Yeah and he has some stories But the thing is yeah See the, the other fellas of honour in their 40s So they have the, all the old age stories But he was actually around in professional era And he's just a pint man like he's only played like last year and the year did before. He, did he tell you about uh, this new podcast? He uh, naked naked butt grab the game they played. No. Where um, <laughs> if someone showed naked butt grab, this guy was playing in the Premiership and Championship point three years ago. If someone showed naked butt grab, you have to take your clothes off and wrestle a fella, and the first fella pin the guy down and do three thrusts wins. No. <laughs> I'm not lying, lads. This guy's called Ben Marshall. He's play- you Google him. He's yeah. playing the, in the Premiership and Championship three years ago. He's gone for something like 40 million, or, no, sorry, sorry, but 30 million over his transfers from Wolves to Leicester to That's Blackburn. Right, yeah. Like Harpool Singh. Yeah, how much do you go for Barry? 150 quid. Two fucking snack boxes, you And I'll welcome, come here, who? So, Merview, Galway, Rovers, Harps? At loan. As well? Alone, yeah, what's it going now? Five clubs. We don't go to Merview. Four. Oh, so sorry. Okay, okay, okay. We in for Ranger. I've been in football manager a few years, yeah. That's class. Country Nigger now in football manager as well. I just. Shut up. We are there as a club, yeah. Who put you in? Because uh, St. John's were in for two years. Yeah, who's the The football manager researcher guy was on to me on Twitter. But all I wanted was him to go chairman, Ronald Murray. Are you the chairman? No, but it's not on it. All right. You're football manager? Yeah. So can I sign you tomorrow from are you your free agents I'll now? T- I'll tell you a funny one there. Um, Go ahead, Barry. The mic is yours. Only there last week, Keelan Cawley sent me a Snapchat. Out of the blue, 
He's currently playing Football Manager 2015. Yeah. Manager of Wolves. There's no Wi-Fi in Ransborough, though. That's why he's playing that. No, he's over in Palestine now, remember? Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're back, the yeah they're back in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Um, manager of Wolves, just sign me. Out of the blue. Where is he going to develop you or play you? Like, what age are you in 2012, Barry? Because you've been 28 since I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> you've been around the wrong fucking time. I think I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> I was once dubbed the next Joey and Doe. In football manager, no joke. And I turned, out like, and I turned out like Joey Hanley. That's who felt her. Come here. Do you start you started over so did you? No, you went to Belvedere. Who'd you play in Belvedere? Players wise? Yeah. Um, a, few, a few serious Matt players. Dardy, Matt Doherty, yeah. Yeah. Um, Keith Buckley at Bose. Yeah. Chris Forrester at Bose. Uh, All in the one yeah. team. Yeah, Ross, I'm always eating popcorn in the background, by the way. Um, He's the biggest portion of, of garlic sauce I've seen in my life. We had, a, we had a good team. There was a few other League of Ireland lads. Buckley, Doherty, yourself. Chris Forrester. Craig, Craig, uh, yeah. uh, Craig Sex, remember him at Bohemia? Oh, it's a lot. Are you serious, yeah? The best at a lot. Did you ever join the Bohemia? Played. Money, money. Orla and money. Ba- Orla and fucking Brendan seen the money. They wanted a bungalow in uh, Strand Hill. Uh, they wanted a they wanted a double. <laughs> look at who over, hey, look at over hey, the ocean. Hey and Baz, who done their extension? Uh, Mac and Sarah's And I tell you who wasn't there on a Monday. <laughs> John Perton Jr. Fucking delayed it two fucking weeks. <laughs> Had a few bad days, I'm sorry. Oh, that was, he was employed ha- fucking half a Sligo. I think it was my hamstring that stopped me from working yeah. them days. <laughs> and, and your hamstring must have stopped John, Carl, and fucking Paul Taylor. Ah, Jesus Christ, Taylor's. we're looking out Sunday. You can't deny a man. Paul Taylor's a counsellor. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tano. Tano had the place. Look, I have no problem. I'll work a Saturday if I can take a Monday off. No problem. Well, the best days of the week to work, if I could pick my days to work, would be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Half to Saturday. Oh yeah, maybe nine to three on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I, if, I could cho- if, if I could choose them, choose the Wednesday. <laughs> you do work. You do work. Choose the Saturday, don't you? A lot of time, I would do yeah. And uh, uh, thanks to our sponsors, Connellys. Have the sponsors yet? Not yet. All oh, right, the mic. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry. It was back First Belvo, time. So Belvo. The best. That's a ra- the They're outrageous players, um, man. They're actually outrageous players. Yeah, and the best of them was um, a lad called Danny Joyce. And it's like big Joe Joyce's young fella. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Another special guest tonight, Connor McDonough, will um, will agree with me. He was the best of the lot. So Connor, the son of the best electrician in the town. Biggie. Oh, geez, he can yeah. put a few wires together if he gets a chance. He went. He went to. Uh, he went to Reading as a young. Hang on, there's a question for Biggie. Yeah. Well, he's back. <laughs> Hello, Biggie. <laughs> The light in the front of the house is a sense of light, you know, but when I walk in front of it, it doesn't come on. And I know there's power going to it because there's a little bit of a glow. What would you recommend I should do? Right, Mike, if you're there, you're, you're, you've had two sherries now at this stage, and now you're talking <laughs> shite. Fuck you, Willie. Um, it's Connor Joyce. What, why is he? Well, Connor, Connor Joyce, no? No, 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 no. Danny, Danny Joyce. Joyce. Dan, Danny Joyce. DJ, he yeah. The, he was the best why are you um, so good? Went to Reading. You had the pick of most most teams, to be honest with you, at 15 or 16 years of age. And I remember hearing a story of him later, not so long ago, that it was FA U Cup day against Southampton. 
and the bus driver wasn't on the bus, the players were on the bus. Danny hopped into the bus seat, drove around the, the, the training ground, and was booted off the... It's like Paul Gascoigne or something, is it? <laughs> Honestly, where, where was Danny from? Uh, Dublin, <laughs> Ashburn, well, Ashburn. He, was, he, he was in a Ashburn lad. Ban the slow. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> what a player. I hope Danny doesn't tune in. <laughs> Yeah, he was the best of a lot of them. Really? Yeah, and then Where did went, he play? went to Reading for three years, came back to Bohemians um, on loan. And I remember the time they played Sligo when it was Richie Ryan. And Who was Sligo? I think he was set up. Who was Sligo? Sligo Rovers, sorry. Oh, sorry, Rovers, yeah. Rovers. That, they're Rovers. Rovers. Yeah, sorry. sorry, Jesus Christ. I, meant, I thought it was or something they were talking about. And that. I think... Sorry, Bar. I think Danny was sent off within three or four minutes. Up until really, yeah? For two-foot and Richie Ryan. Just, yeah? Mm. Just a header? Yeah, just a mad. Man. Actually, segue. Do you play Richie? Yeah. Class. The best. Best. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Better than Joey. In my play, eyes, you yeah. Joey? And it's always no I trained with him. He didn't. Shamarty trained with him. Catch. <laughs> 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 I was actually doing crossbar challenge with him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Rain's class, was he? Richie was class. He's good crack too, wasn't he? Good crack. You must have some tails, pass, do you? You were never a cookie. Like, you were young, even though we thought you were old. Yeah. Did yeah, Cookie know what age you were? Cookie thought I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> cookie was a character now. We should have put him on some sort of Mount Rushmore characters. Yeah. If you can get Cookie on, fair play. <laughs> yeah. I remember you playing Baz when Rovers played Pats in the Sananda Cup. Would I be right that Cork. day? Cork. Was Cork. it Cork? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big Strand Hill, yeah. Yeah. We, flag <laughs> we waved them off that day with flags. <laughs> but that was a... Like, you were playing a serious team there. That's the team... It's, it's the guts of the team that goes on to win the league. Like. Well, that's the thing. He's yeah, class, was, man. Um, Richie Ryan was there. Another another player. Oh, Morrison. Morrison, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought he was unbelievable. He yeah. was sensational, but he obviously his head was mental. What, year is, it, what year is this now? Do you remember the year we... 2012, I think. No, it was, he was... The year we got to the cup final against Fingal. Yeah. He was, they, had, they had to bring him off the bench in the semi-final oh, against Morrison, yeah. Waterford. And he changed the game. They brought him off the bench in the final as well. But I remember Cookie. Cookie would always say to me, he was the most talented of the lot. But that uh, is? Yeah. Old really? Morrison. Old Morrison. Really happy. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with him. Did you, play, did you play Butler and the boys? Chris Butler. He's yeah. a header, was he? He was class. Were you around around Pfizer? No. Gaz Kern was around Pfizer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. story too as well. But Danny V was around, was he? Danny Venture was around. Any stories yeah. there? I remember... So I was kind of trying to break through, whatever, 16 or 17 years of age, and... Locked up at 30. It was, it was, <laughs> Sorry, coughed yeah, it was It was <laughs> tough for any player, because there was obviously Richie Ryan, Joey and Doe. Oh, geez, look back, lads. Squad, um, fucking squad. Danny Ventre, like Conor O'Grady was probably even around then. Um, so I remember King being brought in, yeah. I think, ahead of the, the court game, the Santa Cup game. Yeah. And... You're nervous? Ah! Like, you'd, you'd kind of know the lads. You know you're good enough, though. You were. You're cocky, wee fucker. Shut up. Am I joking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't cocky. But I remember um, recently bought um, a scooter. They were the days, the mopeds. Oh, the Strand Hill <laughs> in, Scooter in, Gang. In, in summer, Himself summer. and Peter Laffey. The, S, the yeah. SSG. The, the SSG, SSG, yeah. 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 For, in, they for took on the history. For sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, they took on the hill, yeah, the hill, <laughs> the hill Street Elite. That'll come later in the episode as well. There's a few. Been around five or six of us. What about, what about the Ross's Point? What about the Ross's Point Randy boys? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
But um, I remember arriving into training a couple of days before the court game with the new the new scooter. And I Honda 50. It, <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, we Peugeot Viva City, actually. They, in fairness, they do very good scooters. My father has one now. Does he? Yeah, but he, he attached it. He goes up and down the stairs in one. Yeah. He took the wheels off and he goes up and down the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, very reliable. <laughs> the Peugeots, I think they're called. The per- he calls it a Peugeot. Yeah, he's from Vermont. Yeah, yeah. Peugeot. Get up my Peugeot, Adrian. I charge it every night for him. Sorry, Daddy. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> so I, I arrived in train and, and parked it in the, the car park. And in the showgrounds? Tra- yeah, showgrounds. Trained away. Happy out. Went, to, went home afterwards trying to find my scooter. <laughs> scooter nowhere to be seen. Um, Danny Ventry and... Chris Butler took the scooter, hid it in the away dressing rooms, the showers. Put it in the dressing room. In the dressing room. I got it. The whole yoke. <laughs> Into the showers. The shy is panicking. I want to just get home. You love that bloody scooter, Barry. Uh, <laughs> oh, what did you call it? Peter, was it? Peter, yeah. yeah. Peter. Peter the scooter. Peter the scooter. <laughs> Peter, Peter yeah. Yeah. But, Do- um, Dominic. That's right. I was looking around for whatever, 20, 25 minutes. Around the fucking did, you ring, did you ring mum and dad? No. No, I found it just before I was about to ring mum. Orla would not have been happy with no, Scooty going missing. No, no, no. Two boys were at it. Two boys were at it, yeah. But can I say, any secret nights out with them? I tell Butler now when he was on having a few beers. Yeah, Baz is out tonight in the Thatch when Butler was raising the town. Oh. Those guys' cars when he first <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> was it, yeah? Yeah. Did Butler play ball after that? Uh, he went I back to England, know. but yeah, I don't know. He was talented. He was he talented. He was class. Yeah. One of actually, yeah, definitely. He was like, he could have still been around when Rovers were winning. Yeah, yeah. No problem. yeah, no problem. Yeah, he was very, very good. He was talented. There were I fucking messers though. It was a funny sort of time though, Baz. It was just kind of turning from. It was, yeah. The like, mess was the Wolf Foley. Was Kieran Foley around with you? No, no, no I would have heard stories. The, what we call the Wolf? Like, they, you know, the 2006, the John Connor's first team. Yeah, yeah. The transformer his his kind of first team to the league winning team. There were some great characters there. Like the stories were fucking. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff happened in that first division team too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a funny kind of time for Rovers because they kind of went from just... Like, it kind of went from that time, they kind of fluked their way into... Tansy! <laughs> Is that Tansy again? Cut. Yeah, Tansy, Tansy was coming cut. 180. Go ahead. I can't remember where I was. Oh, yeah. Uh, up the Rovers. You're in Ross's house. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're six cans deep at this stage. <laughs> Go ahead. It's a Christmas special. Go on. What are you trying to say? I can't remember. <laughs> to, be, to be honest. No, I was saying, at that time, Baz was at Rovers. It went from being a kind of... A party. A run-of-the-middle run Premier, Premier Division team. Yeah. To, they, they went on and did great things like that. So you're trying to say that's when you run the Baz? No, I didn't say that. But they were playing Sedanta Cup at that stage. So Sedanta Cup was a proper deal at that. You know. Yeah. Regrets, Baz? Regrets? None. You've had a few. But, but then again, two few to mention. No, but come here. Where did they go? Rovers to... Went for the Harps. The bloody Harps, yeah. Favourite of us ourselves. Mark McGoldrick. Who was managing Harps last stage? Felix Healy. Fuck oh. off. Yeah. There's a story with him, lads. Oh. Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? Do you remember that? I have an unbelievable story with him. But it's Felix Healy. You had to do in a Derry accent. Felix. That day... Um, I'll find it. I'll edit it in. Felix Healy. It, it mean it's it's some bit of scoreline, and when you say it, it reminds me. It was like it's like um, saying Michael Caine and saying Michael Caine, Michael Caine. We <laughs> just say Felix Healy. I'm on a tangent here. Go on, Felix was that, your manager. That day against uh, Cork. Talk. 
Todd Will Felix. That uh, the debut against Cork was um, was live on Satan Sports. So that was kind of that was very, a big day. Like yeah. very popular term. Yeah. I Sky Plus the Rovers, who you've gone to for last 15, 20 years or whatever. Um, Felix Healy's Co-Com and your 17-year-old making your debut. Oh, so he's spotted you, you reckon? What's that? He's spotted you, you reckon? No, no, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I think that it was bad because it was like 17-year-old. I was doing well in the game. Had a, Come to the end, it was coming to like man the match. And he mentioned a few players, mentioned Barry Mahoney. Did he, yeah? And it was basically like... At 17, that's a spot. It's grooming. Yeah, but 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 he he also mentioned a bit of puppy fat. Fuck off, prick! Are you serious? Yeah. I'll tell the sport. We need that. We have to get the recording. Oh. Yeah, for, Tazzy, footage. Tell the sport. Where do we get that? And the worst thing yeah. was, yeah, so get that. that, that no, that. That has we got. He reckons puppy that, fat. Yeah, go go player if he can lose a bit of puppy fat or whatever. I was like, Tell him to lose his Declan Bree moustache. Like and, and then he goes and signs me for Finn Harps the prick. <laughs> and did he ever did he ever take a labelli training or anything? No, I, ne- I never. Was he a prick? No, he was he was a character. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, there's some so the story. The, you no. Him and Peter Hull. Mitch sent me. Did you you that Mitch McDee in the background? Mitch sent that fucking Felix Healy story on WhatsApp. Felix Healy. It's a it's a record from Foyleside BBC Radio. It's fucking brilliant. Apparently, in a he was in a band as well. Yeah, the, uh, the house cat, Felix house cat. So how was the house in the bog in fucking Bally Fair? It was interesting. It was good. It was it was good. I I loved it because it was first team football regularly. Um, there was there was good players. Conor Grady was actually up there at the time as well. Cog. Uh, yeah, Conor was there. Um, Packy Mailey, Keith Cowan, who's actually done. Uh, right. Who? Yeah, yeah. Keith Cowan, yeah, Cowan. Um, there's a few good players, and I remember it was the night we had Christmas. We had a game. I think like on a Wednesday night, and uh, it was against Shelburne in Tolka. Was yeah. this first vision? I was first vision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, shells when they go up, and there was about four thousand at it. Shells whipped us 4 0 and a heap of supporters. Ruffled your hair after the game. Yeah, ruffled my hair. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was an interesting uh, time. But really, yeah. yeah. Were, you, were, you cont- were you content at the top of the first match that time? No. No, it was my table. Right, yeah, right. yeah, they weren't. I'd say, I'm not, I'd say first, uh, being a footballer. Sorry, this is an insult. Footballer. Being a footballer for a fucking mid table first division team in the League of Ireland must be absolutely depressing. If yeah, you know, and when you travel about now yeah, twenty minutes, exactly, of and, and you know, and you know, you can't, you can't go down, but you can't yeah. go up. Like it, once yeah, you know you're not competing, it must be. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to see the north and the south combine. What do you mean? As a like, oh a sorry, league. Uh, league. as three three leagues maybe. But yeah, yeah like we're but going, <laughs> we're probably going nowhere here as two leagues anyway. Not a chance. There's not enough. There's not enough. But like, see this new team that's coming to the league now, this Irish CFC. Yeah, I'm f- I'm a big backer of theirs because they're terrible. F- uh, tw- see their, see their, uh, oh, their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're giving fake photos of a stadium in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But no, yeah, I contacted my mate to be uh, to go for an interview towards the manager. They contacted the Lionel Murphy. No, Lionel Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Bannigan. <laughs> <laughs> Bannigan, if, if you're listening to New York, Bannigan, if you're in New York. We're playing 4 4 fucking 2! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Okay, that's uh, a segment of the Barry O'Mahony interview there for you. Um, the, the full one might come out during the week. It was, it was getting a bit rambunctious. So that word's coming up a lot now. Yeah, Ross. there's another half an hour to that show, so that will it deserves a standalone episode, but it will come with a, yeah, with some, a disclaimer. Some very good stories of uh, signs of football. Um, okay, I keep saying okay. Our last bit is just our outro, I suppose. Let's have it. Okay, lads, this is the emotional part. Um, Marty's a napkin up to his eyes. Here, yeah, after two days of drinking now. And <laughs> <laughs> the emotionless of this. And so I believe he done... Uh, when I, 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 give oh, the Irish, I give the Irish goodbye there the other night. He, he didn't know I was even gone. <laughs> no, he didn't know he <laughs> yeah, so me and Marty said, Jesus, we might have finished the show off ourselves. So we were quite... At the time, we said, fuck it, we'll do it. We can do this. Yeah, yeah, we fuck him. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, 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 he's gone. That fucking maverick. <laughs> Into the night like Kaiser Soze. <laughs> if anyone finds actually my... Not my, what, my Notebook for the series. <laughs> yeah. I, I left behind me somewhere. Um, so we have me and Marty did our own version of the extra, which we will not out. be playing. No, no. it's definitely in the bloopers. You sing the We Are Welsh song <laughs> one stage. We, we, yeah, we even, we try. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, and we sing the Sligo Away song as well to try and finish it off. And there's not a, a tune in either of our heads. <laughs> oh, uh, At some no, stage, we might release it. Yeah. What crack, lads? It's been and thanks to all uh, listeners and messages. Yeah, the correspondence yeah. has been unreal. Now kind of took off more than we thought it would, didn't it? Yeah, it did now, but it's just unfortunately far too much of a, a bit of a time consume, isn't it? Look, it's time consuming, and we didn't realise probably once we thought no one had listened, maybe so no one noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then once people are listening, you kind of want to do them good. You want so. to do it good, and then there's and there's no live sport, no live sport. No sport. On, yeah. That's a big <laughs> no. thing. Financial constraints. Um, a lot of work put in. Actually, there's, there's a lot of work, more work than we thought. There's a few late nights editing and <laughs> freaking out and breaking laptops and computers, but. Um, Try and get out, but it's been fantastic. Uh, a serious crack. It really spent the last seven weeks. It did, yeah. Past it completely. Just la- laughing. It was good crack. Hearty no. laughing. So um, thanks to the one sponsor who got on with us there for the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the Rovers who's priced Lockgill Brewery. Yeah, and um, um, who else we get there? Absolutely excellent from them. Yeah, cheers for them. And the power right for the for the mixer as well. That was yeah. a nice touch. Yeah, nice, nice touch. touch. Power right for stuff. all your uh, fire, energy, and security needs. Of course. And if you want advice, if you're going breaking into somewhere, we can give you advice how to get around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. It's constant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, help. Uh, what else? Um, local brewery. Emotional goodbye. Thanks yeah, for the questions. I think. Thanks for the questions. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. To Gino that. as well. Gino. Yeah, Gino Darren Darren Keenan. Massive Derek Keenan. Yeah. Shawnee yeah. Henry. Yeah. Baz. Barry Manley. Paddy Pearson. Paddy Pearson. Yeah. Yeah. Our live audience are there. Our live audience. Our rambunctious um, live audience. Our man and drummer Shkabul. Can't forget Willie. Yeah. yeah. Great to hear. Sound him. engineer. Sound engineer and Hansy, of course. Picked up a new fan as well, Mike Tadori from Australia. Yeah, so Mike. Don't know where the hell he came strange, from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tadori, even. Yeah. Big Mike. He liked Damien Duff. He did. Yeah. He did, actually. Um, Damien Duff, of course, had a horrendous career in, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he was injury prone and never got a game. So. <laughs> oh, jeez, crack, crack, lads. And I think it just shows everything that's good about Sligo as well. Yeah. The interaction. Um, so we got a wee... Uh, I don't know how the sound is in this. It's terrible, but there was a wee Christmas tune to see us out here tonight, wasn't there? There was a Christmas tune as well. Um, also, shout out to Aaron Tansy as well for his... Yeah, his I said Tanner, yeah. Biggest, big, big help. <laughs> Ross wants to switch off there. <laughs> yeah, he wants to switch off, didn't he? No, but yeah, we got, our, we got our Christmas tune coming up. Um, did, yeah. a, a collab with, our, with Adrian and... Um, and William. Um, I don't know how the back and vocals were and everything, but yeah, have a listen, and lads, happy Christmas to you. Happy Christmas to everyone. All. Right, let's get Bye-bye. out of here. Good luck. Goodbye. It's Christmas time, there's no need to be afraid At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish shade 
your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 